The following podcast may contain themes and references not suitable for young people and may also contain themes and references that might be offensive to some listeners. Be advised that no ill will has been intended in recording this episode and it has been done so purely for entertainment purposes. If you have any concerns or complaints about what is discussed in the following episode, please contact us. Listener discretion is advised. Time to frock up, put on the sequence and say Guten Tag from Tel Aviv. We bring you Australia's only Eurovision podcast, Eurovision. Direct from the Eurovision capital of Australia, Invercargill. Now, here's your host, Ben Navratova. Yes, hello and welcome back once again to Eurovision, the Australian exclusive podcast about Eurovision in which we only come together about three times a year when we can talk about this beautiful, fantastic competition that is the Eurovision Song Contest because it is here again. It is May. It is the best month of the year and we are very excited to be in Israel to celebrate the occasion where 41 countries from across Europe, well, 40 plus us, uh, sing songs that make us all want to get up and dance or maybe fall asleep. It depends on what you think of this year's songs. Uh, I'm always excited for this, and I know I've got two gentlemen on the line who are probably even more excited than I am, particularly one man who lives for this. He sits in front of his computer for 360-odd days of the year, waiting for the five days a year he can record three episodes about the favourite thing in his entire world because he loves it more than life itself. I do speak of Mr. Jared Lubig. Jared, it's that time of year again. You're excited. You're up. You're How pumped are you? So excited. Um, I mean, it feels like last year's... Uh, contest was yesterday. Um, we've had Australia decides in the meantime, and now like we're gearing up. We're in the week. Um, it's amazing. It's going to be great. Uh, looking forward to it. And we've got another gentleman on the line who is um, kind of dividing all his loyalties at the moment. He's watching one football team, another football team, and talking about Eurovision. It's the man with a plan. Apparently, it's Alex Morella. Hello, Alex. Welcome back to Eurovision. Eurovision. That's the name of the podcast, not Eurovision. Ben, get it right. Thanks, Ben. Yes, I have moderate interest at the moment. <laughs> moderate interest. Is, is, I, I know no, Melbourne are losing, but is Richmond winning at least? Surely they're winning. Yeah, we're up by uh, 25 or so at three-quarter time, oh, well, so you. that's a positive. There you go. That, that's, that is a positive. At least you go for a team that knows how to win, so I'm glad of that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're, it's exciting time to be here once again, as I've said. We're in Israel, of course. After uh, Israel won it last year, and uh, as you just said, Jared, it does kind of seem like just yesterday we were talking about this, and, and the year before, and the, I think we had the year off before that, but then we started the previous year before that. Um, just quickly, uh, reasons we're in Israel, toy um, thoughts, brief thoughts. We did this last year, kind of a bit, bit of a flashback to why we're here in Israel um, I mean, it was a bit of a contest last year, wasn't it, between Toy and Fuego, and some people think it's still shitty that Fuego didn't win, but we're not in Cyprus, we're in Israel. Should we be in Israel, Jared? Uh, are we still happy that Toy won last year? Uh, I'm content. I think I was a bit more of a Fuego fan, but um, I think it was a deserved win. 
uh, glad that an upbeat song won kind of after the year before. Um, so yeah, just just happy that we can still get these um, crazy out there entries and they can actually uh, do quite well. What about you, Alex? Hashtag Team Toy or hashtag Team Fuego? No, it was definitely hashtag Team Fuego all the way. But you know, again, accepting of the accepting of the win last year, I feel like over a year, Toy hasn't aged as well as Fuego. Whereas, like, you can still listen to Fuego quite happily. Um, there's a couple of tunes like that from last year that ironically I never thought I'd listen to again that still seem to get on my regular shuffle. But other than that, um, other than that, it's all good. Well, I have to say that Fuego, is, is Fuego not entered again this year by Cyprus? I, I'm not sure. I think I listened to <laughs> that. It's multiple different countries. <laughs> <laughs> like, hang on a minute. This, this is a repeat. Um, I've, I've, I mean, I've been living in New Zealand now for about seven months and I think I've heard um, Jessica Malboy's song from last year on the radio about five times here. Um, and I'm thinking like, Jesus Christ, they're still playing this song. So you never know. Um, I, I miss the joy that was Australia Decides. Now, uh, I would love to get a bit of a, you know, feedback from you two who obviously witnessed this. Jared, um, first of all, with you, Mr. Eurovision, I mean, was this the right decision, do you feel, for Australia to have a competition like this to decide rather than just going, oh, any, meeny, miny Australian Idol contestant like we have the last few years? Uh, I think so. I'm glad that kind of we get a say and a, and a bit of a choice. Um, and I think there were like some good entries. I think kind of the entries that finished top three there, I think any of those would have been great choices and any of those are probably deserving of a of a top 10 finish at Eurovision this year, I would say. And Jared, uh, sorry, Alex, what about you? Did you did you pay much attention to it, watch it? Uh, do you think we made the right choice with, uh, with Kate going across this year? Um, I didn't watch it, but I was definitely listening to all the songs a fair bit in the lead up. Um, to it and so um, I hadn't looked at anything beforehand so I was a little bit surprised when Kate Milheidke won but then once I'd seen a few of the performances I could totally understand why that's the direction they'd gone in mm. I, I, yeah, I, I sort of had heard all the songs um, I for one as soon as I saw who they were there I'm like oh Courtney Act for sure she's going to go um, but then I actually, I really fell in love with, uh, Electric Field song that got second and they've kind of gotten the runner up prize of, I guess, of being our, uh, spokesperson, haven't they? We'll talk about that, uh, in just a moment. Uh, but that was unique because it had sort of what an indigenous language mixed with an English language. So that was interesting. I mean, I found it very interesting that someone like Mark Vincent was finally relevant again, that he was competing in there and... Yeah, interesting. Um, but uh, you know, I, I like the fact that Australia kind of has this now. I, I think it's 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 fun to have events like this where we can choose along those uh, along those lines, like so many of these other countries do. Um, and this year, of course, um, I actually did my research, uh, unlike last year, where I have uh, already in front of me who Australia has as our jury members as well as our spokesperson electric fields as i just said the runner-up in australia decides they've uh been given uh the honor of being our spokesperson still sadly no lily chin um uh, she's no longer working with sbs isn't she didn't she uh, retire or something so she's not there but um our our eurovision jury um sadly no elf fresh the lion um like we had last i was gonna year. say that's the most important thing yeah i know right is elf fresh the lion? where is he i don't know what happened to him um who knows but i think i saw him at cg actually oh, really? I think he was performing like he was performing there's like a three-day indian festival while the cricket was on last year right i'm pretty sure he was minor did you did you go up to him and be like sup you know we talked about you last year remember when he's pricked up and somebody talked about you for once that was us <laughs> 
Um, I mentioned it in passing to some people. They they didn't seem that interested nor impressed. Yeah, it's kind of he's used to that. Um, but I mean, our jury. Uh, I mean, I've heard of Christine Arnu. Um, there's someone I've heard of, but the rest, uh, Mark Humphreys, uh, host of the Channel Ten quiz show Pointless. Didn't even know there was a Channel Ten quiz show called Pointless. To be honest, <laughs> must be quite pointless. Um, <laughs> Alice Chance, um, a sought after composer, lyricist, conductor, arranger, and music director. Mustn't be that sought after. Um, Lewis Hover, a comedian, writer, and broadcaster who has performed around the country, as have most comedian, writers, and broadcasters. And Mark Cummins, a content manager at SBS Audio and Language. So they've just run out of people. They're just going in-house mm. now. Oh, Mark, you busy? You want, you want to go to Israel? <laughs> I mean, didn't we just have, like, good people? I mean, Richard Wilkins, sure, he gave Golden Boy zero points, but, I mean, come on, we know who that guy is. Jared, what's happening here? Why haven't we been asked yet? Yeah, I'm I'm uh, definitely pissed off that the phone did not ring this year, <laughs> uh, especially given who, who they decided to go with. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, Christina, I knew, was the only person that I knew looking at the list, and the others um, I really couldn't be bothered to learn about, and I don't think there's any way to learn about them because they're really unknown. Any of these people you feel like you're going to bump into the MCG at a festival, Alex, and be able to talk about? I mean, Alice oh. Chance, is she you know, going to be there soon? Yeah, you never know. I can say I have been an avid watcher of Pointless, so I do know who <laughs> oh, you're the Humphreys one. is. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I genuinely have no clue why, though, because I'm pretty sure it's about to be cancelled for another rubbish Grant Denyer game show, <laughs> um, and I really don't think he's ever shown any knowledge of anything. So that's kind of surprising. Like you said, yeah, Richard Wilkins. We had Lucy Durack a few years ago, who's like mm. fairly well-known at least music scenes and the- even theater, acting now yeah, and things yeah. like that. So yeah. Surely there's better people out there, you'd think. I mean, we're a country that produces Thor and Wolverine. Like, I know they're not singing. Well, I mean, Wolverine's a singer. Like, get Hugh Jackman. Come on. Like, they're sending Madonna to, to Eurovision this year. Like, they can get the A-listers. Come on now. Like, Jesus. Um... It's, it's interesting, but I, I, I'm guessing, again, sort of not being in the country, I'm assuming that, uh, you know, Joel and Miff are back again, yay. Um, I don't think Joel's blocked us again. I think he's still got us blocked, which is a, is a good thing. He's, he's got his own TV show now, doesn't he? Like, he was, um, I, when I was in Melbourne in March, I saw him being advertised on the side of a tram. It made me not want to catch it. I, I think I missed that tram just to catch a different one. <laughs> I'm so glad YouTube exists. Um... I don't really know what the question is there. Um, hashtag go away, Joel, still. Uh, tell me neither of you have come around on this idiot. Uh, <laughs> no. It's no thing it's going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> hashtag bring back Sam and Julia. Um, but we, as we do, we, we're going to preview all the songs now. Like we did last year, we're not gonna we're not gonna play them. We're just gonna go through each of them via the semi-finals and kind of give our thoughts, and then we're each gonna give our predictions of whether or not they're gonna make the finals or not. And then, of course, we will do a predictions episode in a couple of days before the final, after the semis, and we can go through who got the most right out of the semi-finals, and then give our ranking order for the final. And then, in about a week or so's time, we'll come back together, go over the final, and see who did the best. Now, just to um, go over last year's result, I've got it in front of me. Jared, you got the most correct in terms of semi-finalists. You got 15 out of the 20 correct. Alex, you got 13 out of the 20. I got 14 out of the 20. And uh, just to brag, I won the final ranking. But hey, you know, Jared and Alex, you've had plenty of time to, to work out 
the 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 bad things you did last year to improve. So no pressure. Okay. Um, but of course, the semi-final number one will be Wednesday morning Australian time. Semi-final two Friday morning Australian time. Then we have the big grand final, of course, on Sunday. And and the exciting news, like you think about it, I hear the words Madonna performing at Eurovision. Automatically, I'm hooked. I'm already there. But I don't know if I'm more excited for Madonna performing at Eurovision or the fact that you think Israel, you think Eurovision, you're thinking, oh, Golden Boy, Golden Boy. Well, it has been confirmed that Nadev Gwedge will be performing Golden Boy in the introduction. I mean, what's more exciting, Madonna or or Nadev? Uh, Alex, come on, that's an obvious question, right? Oh, no doubt. It's Golden Boy. <laughs> Golden Boy all the way is the most exciting thing. Um and I think we all accept that and know that. I thought you'd be excited with the fact that Eurovision is just going to be on in a nicer hour at New Zealand, is it? Or is it a worse no, hour? No, 7 a.m. for me, not 5 a.m. So yeah. it's... Oh, living the dream. I know, right? Sunday morning, not so hard. Uh, I mean, Jared, I mean, we honestly joked last year when it looked as though I might be in Europe, not obviously in Europe, and we're like, hey, you've got to get an interview with Nadia. But now the fact that he's going to be there already, like, that just... You're getting up dead on five to watch this at the beginning because if you miss the opening, you're going to miss Golden Boy again. Oh, absolutely. Half an hour beforehand, at least, uh, to make sure I don't miss a second of it. It's And they've also gone um, for a little bit of an interesting one, too, I think. I don't know if it's in the uh, the interval or it's just in the beginning, but they've got six former Eurovision contestants coming back to perform other classic songs. So, for example, you've got Conchita Verse coming back to perform uh, Heroes by Man Zelmelo, and then he's coming back to perform Fuego, uh, just to remind <laughs> you of what happened. <laughs> um, so, I mean, there's, it's interesting you've got a couple of these people coming back to do that. And then also, uh, Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman herself, a.k.a. 2004's Miss Israel, will also be making an appearance. So, Israel really going all out for this. I like this. I, I really like the fact that Eurovision is kind of going out there and doing this. Um, and, you know, I mean, attracting someone like Madonna, they always had, what, Justin Timberlake, was that, like, last year or the year before? So, yeah, they're really going out of their way, I think, to, to do some extra bits here. Um, so it's exciting. I think it's exciting when they do that. And also, I will say, uh, I've said a couple of times, 41 countries competing that this year, two down on last year. Uh, we've lost Bulgaria and the Ukraine, um, which is sad. Ukraine obviously robbed Australia of winning it a couple of years ago. And to me, one of my favorite entries of all time, Wild Dancers from Euro- Ukraine as well. Um, so, I mean, any, I mean, Bulgaria, I mean, they've kind of usually failed to impress, but I, I don't know. Ukraine, I feel, Jared, is kind of one of these classic countries that we always enjoy their entries. Yeah, well, the only country uh, alongside Australia that's never kind of failed to qualify from the semifinals. So, um, an interesting one. It was interesting because they did have their national selection and they picked a winner and it was an interesting song and it was probably going to go through and then there was just all like this drama about she performed in Crimea at some point in time and then Jamala was on this show grilling her for some unknown reason uh, and then just none of the artists would sign this contract that they wanted them to sign. So um, controversy and, and, and sad to see them out because I think uh, they probably would have kept that streak alive of making the final with a song that, that won their uh, selection. I know, Alex, you're more upset about the Bulgarian loss, though, aren't you? Financial reasons for Bulgaria, by the way. That's why they've withdrawn. Yeah, look, it's obviously a huge loss. Like they had, um, was it Equinox last year they had with Bones? Remember the supergroup or something like That's that? That's right, called themselves? yeah, yeah. So, I reckon that wasn't a terrible song. And the year before, I think they had that um, emo kid that nearly <laughs> did all right as well for me, didn't he? So they've actually been on a fairly good streak, Bulgaria. So uh, 
Disappointing for them. The emo kid that nearly did all right. Oh, they, they got second. They oh, did, actually. No, you're right. I'm just looking at that right now. 2017, Christian Kostov with Beautiful Mess. Second. Wow. Jeez, um, how quickly your memory fades when you think of emo kids and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, so they're, they're sadly missing from this year. But, uh, you know, hopefully they will come back soon. And uh, the one other slight change as well. Uh, the former Yugoslav Republic of Macedonia is now referred to as North Macedonia uh, after the whole political situation in Greece. So nothing's changed except for the name. So uh, they got married, basically, and uh, or renamed themselves after Kim Kardashian's kid. So North Macedonia will be competing this year rather than the former Yugoslav Republic. Right, let's get to semi-final one, and we will go through this in alphabetical order. And funnily enough, that, that leads us straight away to Australia, um, who actually will perform 12th in semi-final one. But again, as I said, we're going via alphabetical order. So Kate Miller-Heidke is here. The song is Zero Gravity. As we mentioned, she won Australia Decides. And look, I'll be completely honest with you. I thought Kate Miller-Heidke had run away somewhere. I'd heard for her in about 10 years, and she's back. Um, and... I'm going to say it. I like this song. It's it's interesting. It's unique. It's very Eurovision. And it's really starting to jump up the, the rankings as well in terms of possibilities for, for winning. I think it was very low, but since the live performances, she's really shot up there. I might start with you, Alex, on this one. Um, what are our chances? Because obviously last year we, we failed miserably. Jess did not do well for us, and we had our lowest position. Uh, can can Kate redeem us and get us back up there in the uh, the top parts of the competition? Well, I think she can, and I think the kind of really pleasing thing, as you said, and it's what I wrote down, it's very Eurovision. Um, and I think that's probably a really good way to describe it. But one thing that we probably were critical of Jess Malboy about was she had no kind of major stage presence or anything like that it didn't kind of go over the top or have anything to get excited about Kate Miller Heidke is like all over the top with those stilts and and dancers hanging from the ceiling and everything so I think that's really gonna um go with it and then the crazy opera notes as well so I think on that note it should be really successful we'll just wait and see how it gets um taken live I think gets stuck in your head I have to say after listening to 41 songs the only one that's stuck in my head is zero gravity right now as we as we come on air right here um, Jared, I, I'm intrigued to hear your thoughts because, yeah, you, you, I, I came on this show last year and was like, Jessica Malboy, best song we've ever had, best chance we're going to win this, and we absolutely did shit. So I'm, I'm not going to come out and make outlandish claims like that this year. I just like the song. But, Jared, you're the smart one here. Tell us. Not that you're not smart either, Alex, but Jared likes, he lives Eurovision more than either of us. We like sport as well. So, uh, Jared, like, yeah. shut up, Ben. Just let Jared talk. <laughs> I know. I think it's a it's a really good entry. I'm glad it's something different than what we've sent before. I think, kind of, we've struggled in in the televote portion of of voting. Uh, like last year, it was like nine points, which was not fair, and we probably didn't deserve to finish that low. But that happened. Um, so I feel like this can pick up some more. I think it's going to go really well with the juries. Um, I've also been watching kind of the odds and it skyrocket after her like rehearsals and they've like revamped the staging. So now she's on a pole as well while singing. Um, it's something that like we haven't seen before initially with the dress. There were like complaints, like it's Estonia from last year, this, that, whatever else. Um, so like, I think they've made really good changes. I think she's got her singing down packed, so she's all going to be all fine with the juries. And I think it's going to be 
uh, interesting to watch with that staging. So I think she should be able to um, grab those televotes. And I think it's kind of a sure thing to, to make the final and I think do fairly well in the final as well. 13-time ARIA award nominee is Kate Miller-Heidke for a return of zero wins. Um, so I feel like she's almost like the female Shannon Knoll in which she's always like second. So hopefully she's not going to do a dummy in and get second on that one. Um, so you said she's going to make the final. Alex, uh, are we going to keep our perfect track record here and, uh, go, I'm saying she's going to make the final too. So are you going to say the same as well? Yes. Okay, perfect. Um, at the time of recording this, she apparently is the eighth favourite in terms of the odds. This is, of course, according to EurovisionWorld.com to win. Um, and in the semi, she's third favourite to sneak through. So uh, according to that, she's at least not in any trouble. So there you go. Kate Milhaki, Australia's entry, zero gravity. Uh, let's go to Belarus, um, the performing eighth in the semi-final one. We have Zayna, and the song is I Like It. Um... It's decent, I've written here. I've, my notes literally say, interesting start, good beat, catchy, decent. Um, I think I think the issue with this year is that there's probably about 20 songs that all sound the same. So it's it's kind of tricky to kind of pinpoint some of these ones. Um, and this one, to me, is not one of these ones that stands out straight away going, oh, yeah, I remember that one. But, um, yeah, Belarus. Let's go with you, Jared. What are, what are your thoughts on uh, Belarus. Um, it's an interesting one. I think it's decent. It, to me, it feels very like junior Eurovision. Um, and like the lyrics are like terrible. Like this is like a, she's written in Belarusian and then put it through Google translate. Um, it's just weird. Like, uh, Oh, put your favorite sneakers on and show your emotions on the floor. Add hashtag to find you. I should let go mistakes of me. Like it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> Um, so clearly she probably should have got somebody to proofread that first. Um, yeah, I feel like this is this, I feel like this year everything is so kind of up in the air. Like there's not really a whole lot of people you can be certain of. And there's lots of these borderline spots, which I think Belarus falls into. Um, but I kind of get the feeling that it's going to just miss out on, on making it through. Oh, okay. So you're saying it's not going to make the final. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Alex. Um, I was similar to you where I said it's like a lot of the others. I think a lot of them kind of tunes this year kind of have that fuego kind of samba beat to everything. Like, um, And I think that this is one of those that very much comes in that category. Um, I do think because it is catchy, there's a bit to like about it. I think it will fall on the side of the final, so I think it will get through. But I, I'm kind of like Jared where I think there's a, a heap of songs that right in the middle could be could you could throw a blanket over them at the moment i i've put it just sneaking in i i kind of feel this is one of those ones where i uh, yeah like as you just said alex like sort of a middle range where some can some can't and I, i've just gone bugger it this is going to make the final just because i think it's personally I'm like yeah i kind of like that song um interestingly enough so her real name zena it's actually zinadia kuprianovic uh she's only 16 and fun fact about her is that she provided the russian dub of the character moana uh, in the movies Moana and Ralph Breaks the Internet. So there you go. She's a bit of an actress as well for those that playing at home. Uh, and Belarus's previous best finish uh, was sixth back in 2007 and they did not make the final last year. 
Uh, they haven't made the final since 2017. And prior to that, you've got to go back to Cheesecake in 2014 by uh, Tio. <laughs> Always love it when Classic. we have a song about cakes. <laughs> um, uh, the odds are that uh, they're not going to make the final, at least according to Eurovision World. They're apparently 13th right now out of 17 um, in the semi. And overall, they're currently 34th out of 41 countries to win. So um, there you go. So yeah, in that kind of falling in that middle period there, Zayna, like it. That's from Belarus. Uh, now let's go to Belgium. Uh, they are performing 10th in semi-final one. Always seems to be a perennial favourite Belgium and kind of one that I often don't get. There's been a few years now where Belgium's performed and everyone's like, oh, they're pretty good. And I'm like, eh, they're not that. They're not that. Yeah. Uh, Elliot, and the song is called Wake Up. And now the favourite this year is from the Netherlands and we'll obviously get to them soon. But this song just sounds so similar to the Dutch entry. Uh, yet this doesn't seem to be getting the love. And I don't know if that's just because Elliot's not as hot as the Dutch guy, which I think is the only reason why the Dutch entry is getting the love. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, this is just another one of these songs where it's kind of like it just sounds so similar to so many others. There's nothing really that stands out overall for this one for me. Um, I don't know. I, I've got it going through to the final purely for the fact because it's from Belgium and they always seem to make the final no matter what happens. So that's my argument to why Belgium will make it through. Uh, let's go with you, Alex, on this one. Uh, Belgium. Elliot, wake up. Yeah, I I don't mind this one. Um, I think you're right in that the tune is very similar to a lot of the others. Um, from a personal taste, I just seem to like it a bit more. I think the tempo is kind of nice where it changes in the middle. I think there's a bit about it. But um, so I've got it going through. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of agree where you, you're kind of guessing half the time what you're thinking on these ones at the moment. From a personal personal taste, I like this one, so I'll, I'll back it through. Um, well, just a quick thing before I go to you, Jared, with this one. So Elliot Vassamillet is his full name. He actually wrote City Lights for Blanche back in uh, 2017. They got fourth, a song that I felt was so overrated. Um, so just on that, who knows? Um, Jared, Belgium. Uh, I think it's one of these songs that grows on you. I think first listen, I was kind of indifferent, um, but listening to kind of all the songs a fair bit, um, it definitely grows on you as it goes on. It could be stronger. I feel like, uh, comparing it to the Netherlands, like it doesn't really have like a big moment in it, which I feel like the Netherlands song has like a couple of moments that stand out throughout. Um, I think I've put down that it's going to go through, but I do think that, like, from what I've seen, the staging is, like, horrendous and horrible. <laughs> um, there's, like, fluoro, like, orange on his, on his like, jacket <laughs> that just looks tacky. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've said it will go through, but I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't. I'm so sad that in 2019 the word tacky is a negative thing in Eurovision. I feel like about 15 <laughs> years ago that was what you were meant to be. Um, but sadly not anymore. Belgium didn't make the final last year. I, I thought they just always did, so I was wrong. Uh, didn't make the final. Uh, and then you got to go back to City Lights in 2017 where they finished fourth. Their best finish, of course, that famous 1986 victory by the Belgium singer Sandra Kim, who, of course, uh, sang Jamais La Vie. Um, still on all of our playlists, of course. Um, absolutely love that song. Uh, odds are that they uh, will sneak through, according to Eurovision World. Ninth out of uh, 17 to make it through. And currently the 24th favourite to win Eurovision. So uh, that is Belgium. Uh, now, we very much nearly could have been in this country this year. Cyprus, 
They will be performing first in uh, semi-final one. Their entry this year is called Replay by Tempter. I kind of think that's appropriate, considering this song is a bit of a replay of Fuego. Um, again, is this just Fuego 2.0? This is... It's crazy. They nearly won, so if it ain't broke, don't fix it, I guess. I like it. It's catchy. It. I think it will make the final. Um, but Jared, Fuego again. Let's. They try it the second time lucky, right? Yeah, I feel like they've they've found their niche, uh, and I'm kind of okay with them sending Fuego 2.0, 3.0, 4.0 moving forward. I do think this is kind of a poor man's Fuego. <laughs> it's definitely not as good, so I don't think they'll finish as high, but I do think they're, they're definitely getting through to that final. Uh, Alex, what are your thoughts? I mean, you pretty much summarized it, Jared, when he said poor man's Fuego. <laughs> like, that's, that's very much the thought to it. It's got the tune. It's got the... The kind of beat going, but it, it's just not quite as good. But it will go through. Okay, we're all in agreement. Trying to read here about Temtar Godwadza. Um, she performed on Super Idol Greece. This kind of sounds like some sort of Survivor Australian a Greek Idol crossover. Uh, she got second. Um, so, and she went on to become a mentor on X Factor Georgia and the X Factor Greece. So good on you, Temtar. You've made a pretty good career for yourself. Um, yeah, the odds are that this will easily make it through to the final second, um, uh, according to the odds. And it's actually, uh, quite high up on the rankings too. 12th favorite to win it as well. So there you go. Cyprus, um, Czech Republic, um, no backpacks this year. It seems though, uh, falling over stages or anything Lake Malawi, uh, and friend of a friend is our entry this year. Uh, they will be performing six. Um, it's a bit poppy, this one. It's got a bit of a, an interesting sound to it. It kind of, you know, doesn't sort of, I feel, fall into the, the middle-of-the-road drones that we've got a lot this year. Um, yeah, it's, it's okay. I feel this is another one of those ones, though, that kind of can be line ball whether it will make it through or not. Um, I've got it making through, uh, apparently, according to my list here. But um, Lake Malawi, they're an indie pop band, by the way. It's not just a lake with legs or something. Jared, uh, Lake Malawi and Czech Republic, friend of a friend. Yeah, I think it's a good entry. It's got a good vibe. Um, very upbeat and kind of positive. I like they look like uh, the Wiggles or like <laughs> Star Trek with their like colored skivvies. Um, yeah, I think the Czech Republic, they've been kind of improved in the past uh, two years from what they normally send. So I think this is uh, not as good as last year, but still a step in the right direction for the Czech Republic. So I think uh, this this will make it through. Alex, what are your thoughts? I agree. It's kind of catchy and boppy. Um, I wasn't sure how well it would go down with a lot of other countries. I can see it kind of being a little bit just different to a lot of the others. So hopefully that means it stands out because I don't mind it, but I wasn't sure if it would make it through. So I haven't got it going through at the moment. Got their best ever finish at Eurovision last year with six with uh, Nicolas Joseph. Um, so there you go. Bring back the backpack. You might do well. Who knows? Uh, and only ever made the final one previous year, and that was back in 2016. So, um, where they finished second last. So, um, you know, uh, they usually do well or crap when it comes to the finals. So, uh, that's the Czech Republic. At the moment, uh, in terms of making it out of the semi, uh, they should, according to the odds. They're in seventh in that one. And for the final itself, they are placed in the grand old position of 16th. So, um, 
That is the Czech Republic. Estonia now. Let's go there because why not? 14th, they'll be performing in the semi-final. The artist is Victor Krohn. The song is Storm. Um, this is one of those ones which I think it starts off incredibly boring, but this actually picks up. There's so many of these songs that start off slow, start off boring. You're listening, you're going, oh, yeah, it's going to pick up. Oh, yeah, it's going to pick up, and then the song's over. This one actually pays off. I feel like it's not brilliant. It's not one of my favorites, but I feel it actually picks up. And for me, that's decent enough, and I'm, I'm putting Estonia into the final as well. I haven't had one yet and saying they're missing the final, but um, I, I'm putting Estonia in. Alex, what do you what do you take on our Estonian friend this year, Victor Krohn? Well, firstly, it's good for them to keep up the Eurovision tradition of having a, a song with the name Storm in the title. Like, I don't think it's Eurovision if there's not a song with Storm in the title, um, which is good. Uh, I like it. I kind of agree. It's kind of slow to build up, but when you get into it, actually, it's quite a nice song by the end of it. Um, again, don't think it's going to kind of trouble the top end, but I do think it should make the final. Okay. Um, Jared? Yeah, I agree with all that's been said. Uh, I think it's kind of a fairly generic pop song, um, but it's decent. They have had some issues in their run-throughs with, like, their staging. Um, so based on that, I've said that I don't think it's going to go through, but I think it kind of falls into that borderline category. Interesting. They made the final last year, eighth, uh, with Alina Nechaeva. Um, and the song that was actually sung in Italian last year, go figure. Um, but of course the peak for Estonia at Eurovision was back in 2001 when they did win, um, with, uh, the song Everybody, Tanel Pader, Dave Benton, 2XL. There's a lot of shit going on there. Um, and interestingly enough, Victor Krohn, not even Estonian, Swedish. Uh, so <laughs> typical Estonia, still in the Swedes. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're going to win again. We've got to get somebody from Sweden, apparently. So uh, there you go. Um, odds are that they will just sneak in, according to EurovisionWorld.com. They're in 10th at the moment. So uh, they reckon they will just get in. But kind of as we've mentioned a few times, kind of there's a few in that middle area. And uh, 27th favourite to win currently are Estonia. Now, uh, one of my personal favourites, uh, and I think I'm just being completely blinded with my like of this song to say that it's making the final. This ain't making the final. But I need to make a few bold predictions, all right? Because you've got to do this in this, in this podcast. Uh, Finland... The song is called Look Away, uh, and it's by Darude. Now, if that sounds familiar, Sandstorm, anybody who knows Sandstorm will know Darude. Uh, and it's Darude featuring Sebastian Rajem. Now, it's going third in the semi-final, and I fucking love this song. This is a Ben song. Um, it's just so upbeat. It's so great. It's great to dance to, and... Um, it's sad that it's not really getting a lot of love. <laughs> I thought you attached a rude to it. Uh, it should get love, but clearly Sandstorm isn't the song. Uh, Alex, uh, do you have any share any of my love for the Finnish entry? Uh, I totally get your point. Um, it's Sandstorm's artist, and that pretty much, I think, summarises why it's getting no love is because it's not Sandstorm <laughs> is pretty much the basic way to summarise it. You could call him anything else, and I think this could make the final. The fact you call it the rude, um, it, nah, that, that pretty much costs it itself, I think, unfortunately. Yeah, so you don't think it's going to make the final? Uh, no, sorry, I don't. <laughs> um, Jared, yeah, I, I kind of get where you're going to go here too, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like this has potential to do okay with, like, the televote, but I just feel like the juries are going to, like, slam it. Um, 
I don't think there's yeah a lot of redeeming factors for the juries to, to put this high. Um, it's just like look away too many times. <laughs> Um, and I think people are going to end up doing that and not voting for it. Uh, so I don't think it's going through. 31st favourite to win um, and the second lowest uh, chance of making it through uh, at the moment, according to the odds. Um, and, I mean, they made it through to the final last year after a few years away, the Finns. Of course, Monsters last year. We all remember that classic. Um, but, yeah, obviously we all know Finland, the peak, 2006, Hard Rock Hallelujah. Still a song that makes my playlist often such a great song. Um, but, sadly, it doesn't look like we will be uh, celebrating Mr. Lordy's achievement from uh, 13 years ago. But good to see Darude. I, I like it when, you, like, when we get a Bonnie Tyler, uh, you know, and just random people. Engelbert Humperdick just randomly, <laughs> let's put him in Eurovision. Why not? Let's get Darude out. Um... So, yeah, anyway, um, good luck, Finland, at least. Um, let's go to Georgia, because uh, Georgia's on my mind, apparently. The 11th, uh, um, the, the, they will be competing 11th in the semi final. Uh, the song is Keep On Going. Uh, the artist is Otto Nemsadze, Otto, I'm just going to call him Otto. Um, there seems to be a trend this year, and I'm assuming it's because we're in Israel, it's kind of the Middle East, there's a lot of sort of like an Arabic feel to some of these songs, like it's kind of that, you know the type, I'm not even trying to impersonate it because I don't want to offend anyone today, but this is one of those ones where it's got a bit of an Arabic vibe to it, it's a bit slow, it's a bit whiny, it's a bit droney, like... I don't know. I'm, I'm not sold on this one too much. Um, it's in Georgian. I, I don't know any Georgian, so I'm sure it sounds good if you knew the language. Um, I've got this not making through to the final. Uh, I don't know what your thoughts are here. Jared, uh, what are we thinking for Georgia here? Yeah, I agree. I, I feel like people are going to have a difficult time connecting. with This guy's like weird. He has this really intense stare and he just like doesn't blink. <laughs> Um, which doesn't really help. The staging for this song is actually really good, um, but the song itself I just don't think is enough uh, to, to get it through, so no, I don't think it's going through. Alex? Yeah, it seems very one-tuned. It's very kind of uninteresting. It's I was kind of waiting for a moment in it to be like, yep, okay, I get it. I just didn't, I don't know, it just never seemed to reach any grand heights. Um, but I don't see it getting through. Reading on here, uh, he apparently is best known for winning season five of Geostar in 2010. Uh, was on season three of The Voice Ukraine. He finished second. Um, and back in 2017, he tried to get into Eurovision with his band um, uh, Limbo, and they didn't make it through. They got 10th. So uh, he never gives up. He's back. Good on you, Otto, um, Otto whatever your name is. Um, Georgia, they have not made the final since 2016, and their best finish was 8th back in 2010. We're disqualified in 2009. Um, what's all that about? Um, and their odds of making it through, uh, not looking good. 14th currently are on the <coughs> odds. Bless you. And, uh, according... Stop. To the overall list, their 39th favourite to win. <laughs> so, poor old Otto. Um, he's not looking good. Stick to your, your Euro Ukraine or whatever it was. Um, let's go to Greece. The 16th um, finish... Uh, person who's competing 16th in the, the, the semi-final. I know how to speak well. Um, the song is Better Love. It is by Katarine Duska. And this has got a real kind of a Adele kind of vibe to it, I feel. Um, 
not really my cup of tea, but it's she's got a unique voice, I think, and it's got a unique sound, which I feel could get it over the line. And this is quite a popular one, it seems, as well. Uh, at least on the odd side of things, this is a favourite to go through, number one, and it's actually the 11th favourite to win. So, song's getting a bit of love out there. Um, again, don't hate it, don't love it, but I can see I've got it going through to the final. Um, Jared, Grease, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it easily makes it through. I don't really get the, like, love behind it and why it's so high. Maybe it's just not my type of music. Um but I think, like, it's decent and, like, it's going to do well with juries and televoters. So, I think, um, yeah, easy through. But I think it's definitely overhyped. Okay. Alex? I wrote down exactly what you mentioned, that it sounds a lot like Adele. Um, and that's probably, like, I think one of the reasons I think it will go through is it seems very radio-friendly mm. in kind of the way the song plays. And I think that's really – it's just easy to listen to. And I think that's a really big positive. So, definitely, yeah, agreed that it will definitely go through. Um I'll be intrigued to see kind of how the markets kind of change after the after the semi to see if it if it picks up any extra interest. Yeah, I mean that'll be very interesting to talk about that sort of particularly going into it after the semi because that's where it always changes. I mean, I think, gosh, we always seem to mention this, but it seems to be that we don't generally get a favourite from this point on. Winning, could I be wrong? Was Toy a favourite last year? I can't seem to remember. I think it, from memory, it was about seven to ten dollars. I think before the semis, and then as soon as the semis happened, it just like firmed like crazy. I always know Italy generally seems to be one of the favourites, and they always fail somewhere. They put a gorilla on stage or something. Um, I'm I I miss the days that the Greeks put alcohol is free up on the stage. Let's be honest, but um, yeah, they won it of course in 2005 with Helena Paparozzo, uh, my number one. Last year they uh, did not make the final, sadly. Uh, made it back in 2017. Um, and, uh, yeah, Katarina Duska, she's a Greek-Canadian. There we go. Bit of an interest uh, in my personal life in this one. So I think Mallory will be a bit more intrigued with this one. Actually, from Montreal. So, um, hey, maybe I need to be paying a bit more attention. We know how the Canadians do in Eurovision. I mean, Celine Dion, like, come on. Uh, I don't know how many other Canadians have competed in Eurovision, but I know of at least one who won it. So um, <laughs> there's some good odds in her favour. Uh, so there you go, Greece. Uh, we all say that they are going through. Hungary right now. Um, God, Hungary's had some good ones over the years since we've been covering this show. Uh, they'll compete seventh in the semifinal. Uh, the artist is Jockey Papai. Uh, let's try and pronounce this. It's Azen Apam. I know that's completely not right, but it's in Hungarian, so I tried my hardest. Um... Yeah, this is just one of these ones that to me just sound like all the other ones. It's slow, it's boring, I don't like it. I don't think it's making it through to the final. I don't really have much else to say on this song. I, and I think I'm in a, in a weird spot there because according to the rankings, it's got a very good chance of making it through to the final. So maybe I'm just hating on this for personal reasons. Alex, hungry. Um, I, I understand your point totally. I think it will get kind of lost in all the middle of them. They're all very similar. From a personal point of view, I don't know. I like the kind of whistling in this one. I think it's just kind of like a nice little touch that differentiates it from the others. So... I like the tune a little bit more. I've got it going through, but I could if it didn't get through, I'd completely understand why. Now, now this is the dude, isn't he, from a couple of years ago? Did did the whole Hungarian rap right? This is the he's back. At least when I'm reading, him. that is him. Yeah, okay. Stick to your Hungarian rap, mate, because then you were interesting. Now it's kind of like um, our friend Sergey from Russia, who's back. Like he had a brilliant song a couple of years ago, and this year in there, um, Jared is hungry. Am I being too mean on him? 
No, I think um, I completely agree. Like that, his other performance was so much better a couple of years ago. That was kind of one of my favorite songs that year. Um, yeah, I like kind of the chorus when it finally gets up to like the na 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 bit. But um, other than that, I think it's kind of forgettable. But I do think that it, it has uh, the ability to uh, scrape through, especially because he's uh, stolen Jamala's. Uh, tree staging <laughs> so um that worked for her so i think um it can get him at least through to the final there's definitely another song that's better with uh, the words na na in it but we'll get to that um <laughs> and true. hashtag bring back boggy we've always got to bring her up <laughs> come on <laughs> we, we, we've just got an ongoing joke with between golden boy and boggy so that's it like that's that's our yeah. one trick i don't boy. think this is even better than boggy actually <laughs> wow there it, we yeah. go <laughs> Is there any chance then if, like, Hungry Wins or something, we could get Boggy to come back and perform oh, something like Golden Boy just to, yes. like, throw it out? Boggy performing Golden Boy. <laughs> She'd take 10 minutes before we start hearing that. <laughs> I'm a Golden Boy. I'm trying to see here on um on a Wikipedia page, has she been up to anything? Um, She released an album in 2017 called Three. That's about it. Um, so... About after her number of fans. Yeah. <laughs> That's the amount of hours it takes for her to get into a song. Um, Hungary have never won Eurovision. Wonder why. Um, their best finish was fourth uh, in 1994 uh, with Frederica Bayer. Oh, God, I'm going to try and pronounce this song. The song Kinek Monjam Elvetkimjet. Yep. Uh, so that's them. But they made the, haven't failed to make the final since 2009. So uh, I might be losing a point on that one, considering I'm the only one who said they're not going to make it. Um, and, yeah, so currently they are fifth to make it through, fifth favourite to make it through that semi, and overall 28th favourite to win. So there you go. Oh, boys, come on now. This is the most exciting, I think, right now. Uh, Iceland, come on, get behind it. Uh, they'll be performing 13th in the semi-final. The artist is Hatari. The song is Hatrio Mun Sigra. This is one of the most interesting songs I have ever heard in my life because you hear it and it's like, it's really like cool dance beat. Like, all right, yep, come on, get behind this. Then we get like screamo happening on a dance beat and it's just... The stage. I, this is one of the few I've actually seen the staging on. It's like a bondage exhibition. Um, this song's brilliant. This is Euro, This is Eurovision. Like right now, this song is Eurovision. Um, I absolutely love this song. It might be my favourite this year. <laughs> um, I've got to make it through the final for sure. And it's actually getting love. Like it is actually getting some uh, good odds. Not only to make it through the semi-final, but it's in the top ten favourites. So, um, Jared, Iceland. Wow. Yeah, I, I think this is a definite uh, qualifier for the final. Uh, it's interesting that kind of all the... Um, weird is not the right word. Um, maybe interesting acts are in kind of this semi-final, I think, between kind of Australia, Iceland and Portugal. You kind of have the alternate acts in this semi-final and kind of none in the other. Um, but I no, I think this is great. I Even like the screamer part of it, I don't actually mind. Um, I don't know, there's just something amazing and weird and incredible about it um yeah i think it's a lock to kind of make it through and and do really well i think even if like the jury doesn't give it good points i think the televote's gonna more than carry it through alex yeah um agree love it it's uh, i remember listening to it thinking like oh this is a great tune and then and then the screamo starts and i was like what on <laughs> earth is this and then i was like yep this is eurovision this is 
it was, it's so different. It's so unique, but it's still got that great driving beat through so much of it that I think really kind of helps it. Um, so no, I definitely think it's going through. Uh, I, again, will be very interested to see where, where it looks like it's going to be placed after the semis. Now, um, they're described on Wikipedia as an Icelandic techno and punk rock band. Um, often, you know, a lot of people aspire to be an Icelandic techno and punk rock band, but they're the only ones that I know. Uh, I'm not even going to attempt to say their names because I, I love everything to do with Iceland and their names are some of the greatest in the world. Um, they've won plenty of Grapevine Music Awards, which is good, I'm sure. Um, and Iceland, not a lot of luck recently in Eurovision. Haven't made the final since 2014 when uh, Polaponk made it with no prejudice, finished 15th. And peak uh, finishing position uh, back in 1999, Selma, all out of luck, the runner-up. And back in 2009, Johanna, and is it true, was also the runner-up. So um, never won have Iceland. Is this the year? Uh, they made the World Cup last year. Uh, they did well in Euro 2016. Who knows? Uh, Iceland is a country that punches above its weight. So uh, fingers and toes crossed for Iceland. From one of the best to probably the worst. Uh, let's go to Montenegro. <laughs> they will perform second. The song is heaven. The band is D-Mole. Um, let's just not even beat around the bush. Uh, they have an 8% chance and last to make it through to the semi-final. They've currently got a less than 1% chance of winning. They are 41st favourite to win out of 41 countries. This song is terrible. Um, yeah, this is not making it through. And I don't really have much to say about it because I don't even want to listen to this song again. Uh, Alex. Um, yeah, I wrote plain. The only thing I thought that was mildly redeeming was there was like a tune in the middle of it that I thought made it sound a little bit nicer, but I think that might've just been because the first half was so plain (laughs) that I was just excited that something happened in it. Um, so I haven't got it going through. Um, I thought it had a, yeah, moments that were a tad more interesting, but I feel like that's also because it bored me so much in the first part that I I didn't know what to do with the second half of it. Yeah. Uh, Jared. Yeah, I think the odds are, like, spot on. It's the worst song this year um, by a country mile. Uh, they're staging. They haven't even tried because they know that it's terrible. So what's the point of wasting money on that? Um, honestly, it just looks like people have walked in on the street and hopped up onto the Eurovision stage, and that's also what it sounds like. It's, like, terrible. <laughs> oh, we should do that one year. Um, yeah, Poland never won it. Uh, their very first uh, – not Poland, sorry. Um, we're in Montenegro, aren't we? I've jumped ahead already to another – Act. That's awkward. Uh, Montenegro. Well, they've never won it. We know that. Um, we've never been to Montenegro in Eurovision, um, and that's probably a good reason. Their best finish. They've actually only even made the finals twice uh, in 2014 and 2015, where they were 19th and 13th, and that's it. That <laughs> not made the finals. I mean, it's like they're like the UK. Like I swear, they're just not even trying. Um, but yeah. And what can we tell you um, about Deb? Mole, demole. Um, uh, they're a vocal group that will represent their country in Eurovision. That's about all it says on, Euro- on Wikipedia. That's all you need to know. Um, moving on. Um, Poland. Um, this uh, you mentioned before, Jared. One of these entries should have been in Junior Eurovision. I was listening to this, going, "What the hell is this?" Like, there's like four girls or three girls. They sound so out of tune. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if they're just taking the piss or they literally... Like, the difference between this and Montenegro is, like, this song's bad, but it's it's interesting bad because it's kind of like... It's like a car crash. You drive past, I shouldn't be looking at it, but I want to see what's going on. Like, it's so strange. I don't know what to think of this song. Um, 
It's not making the final. I'm just going to say that right now. But I don't know. I'm weirdly intrigued by this one. Jared, what is happening here? I should really mention what the song is. It's uh, Fire of Love, and the band is called Tulia. Um, and they will perform fourth in the semifinal. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I'm not a fan. Um, it's so shrill. It's like shouting. They borrowed Isaiah's turntable for their <laughs> staging. Um, like... It honestly, I'm like, what, like it's some like dark ritual. I'm like, honestly, just draw like a pentagram like on the floor because it feels like they're like resurrecting something. It's like horrible. <laughs> um, I don't think it's going through. Um, yeah. Okay, Alex. I kind of get your point about this being an interesting one because I remember hearing the first bit of it and I was like, oh yeah, no, this like kind of guitar beat in the background. That's not bad. Like it's got something going for it. And then just it never got lower. It was just high notes the entire time. And I was just, oh, my God, it was just too much to try and handle by the end. I am going to be really intrigued to see how this goes live because I am genuinely intrigued to see if they can get anywhere near in, in tune with each other. Hmm. Are you, do you, so you, don't think, you don't think you don't think you don't think way through? Okay, no. right, there we go. Um, now, going back to what I was saying, before I jumped the gun, Poland was second in their very first year of competing in Eurovision back in 1994. Um, and, yeah, it's been a while. That, that's their highest ever position. The only other time they've finished in the top ten... Uh, 2003, 2016, last year, they did not make the final. Um, and Tulia, so it sounds like, wasn't, um, wasn't Rebel Wilson's character on Fat Pizza called Tula or something like that, wasn't it? <laughs> um, they are a music group from Poland who apparently received major attention in Poland on, from you, their YouTube cover of Enjoy the Silence. The day, the um, the day page. I can never say that. Day page mode. You know what I'm talking about. I just shouldn't pronounce words. Apparently, um, they are eleventh favourite, so they will just miss out on the final, according to the odds on EurovisionWorld.com. And in the overall scheme of things, 29th. So there you go. Uh, Portugal, we were there last year. Um, will we go back there next year? Probably not. Uh, they will perform 15th in the semi-final. Their song is called Telemoves. It's in Portuguese, Ben. Good job. Uh, Conan Osiris is the singer. And, I mean, look, I will say it's it's a unique-sounding song. <laughs> it's You know this song when you hear it. Like, okay, that's Portugal's entry. And it's just, I don't know. It's I'm not a fan of it. I think they're going for something different, which I can respect. Uh, but I don't think they're going to make through with this one. I don't know if it stands out enough. I think you're scratching your head more wondering what on earth this song is rather than thinking, oh, that's a good enough song to make it through. So I'm going out on a limb and saying Portugal are not going to make it through to the final. Jared, what are your thoughts on Portugal? It's an interesting one. It's kind of so out there that I could see it going either way. Um, the staging is also just really weird, kind of dancing, and he has, like, this, like, face armor on, and it's just, I don't know, it's kind of interesting to watch. So I think on that alone, I think, like, Televote-wise, um, it could do fairly well. I, like, don't know what the jury's going to do with it at all, um, but I do think that it's going to scrape through to the final. There you go. Alex? Yeah, it's got that really kind of weird but kind of cool vibe. I, I don't quite know. I remember the first time I listened to it, I thought I was like, nah, no way. And then a couple of times, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, actually. So I, I've got it going through at the moment. I think it's just kind of interesting and unique enough that it'll it'll grab enough of the vote. Um, he is named after 
the main character from the Japanese series Future Boy Conan and the ancient Egyptian god Osiris. There you go. Uh, And in 2012, he began working at one of the stores of the well-known Portuguese sex shop chain Contra Natura in Lisbon. I'm uh, just reading his stat. I think he's written his own Wikipedia page, to be honest with you. <laughs> because that's way too much information for somebody just to just know. Um, and Portugal had the dis- unique distinction of winning in 2017 and finishing last in 2018. So I don't know how many countries have ever done that before. But, I mean, outside of 2017, and obviously, you know, they were hosting last year, so they were in the final you got to go back to 2010 when they've actually made the final outside of winning it in 2017. So Portugal, despite their recent success, um, have not done overly well in Eurovision. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if they can reach the highs of uh, Salvador from a couple of years ago. Um, in terms of the odds, uh, 12th favourite to make it through will not make it through, so they're just missing out according to Eurovision World. And uh, overall, they are sitting in... In the place that is 19th, uh, according to uh, the odds there. A uh, couple more to go. Why not go to our perennial favourites, San Marino, who will be performing last in this um, semi-final. Uh, and look, we love San Marino. I, I love, you know, dear old Joel Creasy every year trying to jump on the bandwagon. We've been on this bandwagon forever. Back, back in the days of Valentina, who's sadly not back, but hey... This year we've got Sir Hat, and or Sir Hat, whatever you want to say it. The song is Say Na Na Na, and um, shall we just read some of the great lyrics of this song? You're not alone, so stand up, na na na. Be a hero, be the rainbow, and sing, na na na. I will always tell you life is beautiful and fine, say, na na na. On a dark, deserted way, say, na 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 na. We all love this song. It's San Marino. We're going to love it no matter what. <laughs> Stuff it. I'm going for a risk. I'm saying it's making the final. <laughs> Got to get it right one year. <laughs> I know it's not making the final, but I don't care, all right? I, I like got to risk it to get the biscuit. I just love San Marino so much I feel for them. So, um, Alex, say na na na. What do, what do we think here? I want a banana now, apparently. <laughs> Will it get through? Nah, 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 is the <laughs> to summarize it. Um, it's it's quite corny. It's quite awful, but it's catchy. Um, enjoy the semi-final performance, Ben. <laughs> I will. I definitely will. Uh, Jared, San Marino, come on. We're gonna we're gonna visit there one year purely for Eurovision. This is true. I I do love the fact that like. Valentina's not back, which is a disappointment, but the fact that they've still kind of dipped in to bring back a past performer, um, it's like, no, we can't send anybody new because there's only three people living in this country and they've all already performed before. Um, I mean, it's a lot better than his last entry. It's less creepy. He just is like a creepy personality. Um, the staging looks like it was like bought from like a $2 shop. 
Um, but I mean, it's not going to have lots of money, so they've done the best that they can. Um, it is a catchy song. Um, they're trying really hard. I don't think it's going to make it through, but it is kind of a great way to uh, close out the semi. Now, um, he's actually not even from San Marino. He's from Turkey. So um, they can't even get their own people. Uh, and yeah, as you said, he performed in 2016 with the song I Didn't Know. <laughs> he didn't know that it was at Eurovision, apparently. Only ever qualified once for the final old San Marino with Valentina back in 2014 where she was 24th so it didn't come last so that was a positive for for her um uh, their odds are not looking good uh 15th currently in the semi-final and 37th uh overall so they're not the worst so they try they are the little train that could and one year they're gonna win it and they're gonna blow everyone away and they're gonna be telling you I told you so um Serbia, let's go there. Let's um, see if uh, Novak's going to be competing for them yet. Um, the song is called Karuna, K-R-U-N-A, Krana, perhaps. Uh, and the artist is Navena Bozovic. And eh, it's just one of these ones that's kind of a bit slow, a bit boring. Same, same. I just keep writing same, same on so many of my songs in front of me. Um I think this is just one of those ones to me that I've kind of just got missing out in the final because I had to have something miss out. And that's, again, this is a stupidity of me putting like San Marino and Finland in when I'm looking at the rankings here and apparently this is the sixth favourite to make it through to the final. So I'm just an idiot. Um, but yeah, no, this song doesn't do it for me. <laughs> Jared, Serbia. Yeah, I agree. And it's it's um, very kind of bland and it doesn't particularly stand out. I just think it's going to do really well with... with- the juries um so i put that it's going to go through alex um yeah it's middle of the road it's plain i've got it going through purely because it's serbia and block voting Mm. that's a good way of looking at it yeah um serbia of course have won it they won it their very first year they uh entered back in 2007 uh, and they've only failed to qualify for the final three times. So uh, last year they did make it through. They were 19th overall. So, um, yeah, they, they generally do fairly okay. Um, yeah, and as I mentioned, they're the sixth favourite to make it through to the final, so they should have no trouble, according to the odds at least, and uh, 22nd overall to win it. But, um, again, I'm going out for the risk it to get the biscuit strategy, and um, to me it's a big San Marino biscuit apparently. Um all right, so the final one from this uh, semi-final, they will compete fifth. The uh, country is Slovenia. The song is called Sebi, or Sebi, S-E-B-I. And the artist is Zala Kralj and Gaspar Santil. Santil, uh, yeah, that country, that name. Um, and I've just literally written, boring, same, same, whispery. Um, I don't even remember this song, to be honest with you. Then I look at this and I have them missing the final. But again, according to the, the odds, they could make the final. Eh, Alex, uh, Slovenia. Yeah, I wrote a bit boring. Um, I do remember it. It's kind of just got like this kind of talking in it. It just kind of seems like very uninterested talking. Um, I don't have much else to add to it. It's not very interesting. I don't think it will make the final. Okay, Jared. Yeah, this is like the opposite to like Poland, which is a screaming song, and this is like the mumble song. <laughs> um, 
it's just I feel like it's very different from everything else in this. I feel like in that sense it's gonna stand out. I don't understand why there's two people on stage because the guy just like does nothing apart from pretending to play guitar. Um, which like the, there's not really that much guitar in the song anyway, so it seems pointless. Um I think it can make it through just because it's so different from everything else. There you go. Um their best ever finish uh was seventh. They've achieved that twice in nineteen ninety four and in 2001 they made the final last year after missing out a couple of years in a row so uh they'll be looking to do that again what can i tell you about zala and gaspar they're also sometimes known as zala gaspar cool um they were formed in 2018 and they released their debut ep in 2019 um and sebi has reached number nine in slovenia so <laughs> I didn't even realize more than eight songs were released in Slovenia each year. So there you go. Uh, they, yeah, are currently uh, eighth favorite to make it through to the final. And they are 17th favorite to win. So that is semi-final one. We go to semi-final two, which, I mean, we have the weird and wonderful in semi-final one. But we've kind of got the powerhouses in semi-final two. It's um, pretty stacked, this one. And I think a lot of our favorites overall are uh, sitting in this one so it's going to be an interesting one let's go to albania first uh they will perform 14th the song <laughs> you're gonna want me to pronounce this song uh Tokes. uh the artist is Jonida maliki um i actually wrote <laughs> is this kate miller heidke it kind of starts off like a bit of a quirky sounding in her voice it's it's again another one of sort of these Arabic sounding songs. I, I don't mind this one. It's it's got a it's got a unique sound to it. Again, it's sort of one that sort of stands out above so many of these other ones that sound very very similar. Uh, and I think it will make it through. I don't mind this one, Alex, uh, Albania. Um, yeah, I found it a little too odd and strange. I didn't find enough kind of going on with it to to really like it that much. So I haven't got it going through. Oh, poor Albania. Jared, share some love with me for Albania. Um, I think it could go either way. I think um, her vocals will probably be good, so she has a good chance with the juries. Um, but this is one that I said was going through, and, and I changed my mind later, so I don't think it's going through. Oh, it's another one of those dumb ones by me, clearly. Um, Jonida, uh, she's a Albanian singer, television host, media personality, philanthropist, style icon... An entrepreneur, whoo, style icon. Uh, and apparently, according to Wikipedia, she's one of the most popular pop singers in the Albanian-speaking world. I mean, is that just Albania? Uh, renowned for her unique vocal, patriotism, philanthropy, fashion sense, and persona. Whoo, she's often referred to as a fashionista and regularly graces the covers of fashion magazines alongside fronting for local and international luxury brands and is perceived as a trendsetter whose style is consistently emulated by women. I also feel like Yanita's been editing her own Wikipedia page here, mm. I think. <laughs> Good on you, Yanita. I, I like that uh, that sense of self-worth. Um, they made the final last year, Albania. Good for them. Their best finish ever was fifth back in 2012. Uh, and their odds of making it through to the final, well, 12th, because um, there's one more act in this uh, semi. There's 18 in this one. Uh, so according to the odds, they're not going to make it through, and according to the overall odds, uh, they are sitting in 23rd, 23rd uh, overall. So that is Albania. Let's go to Armenia. 
Uh, and the song is called Walking Out. The artist is called Serbuk. Uh, they will perform first. Uh, will people be walking out of their performance? I don't know. Uh, it kind of sounds like a commercial. At like the beginning of it, it sounds like I'm listening to like an ad on the radio or something like that. Um, it's okay. It's there. Um, I, again, don't really have a whole lot to add on this one because just it's one of these ones that kind of sounds similar to a lot of things. Uh, I've got it making it through, <laughs> apparently. Uh, this is such a strong semi-final that apparently I'm picking the random ones that I don't even remember. Uh, Jared, Armenia, uh, <laughs> do you have anything to add on Sir Brooke? Uh, I think it's a good entry. I think this is one of those ones that does get better as it goes on. I think kind of when they bring in like the brass towards the end, uh, it has a bit more oomph to it than at the start. Um, I do think it's going to make it through to the final. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if it if it missed out. But I think that it's going to make it through. Is there a chance one year they're going to put Kim Kardashian out there on the stage? Like just to, I don't know, isn't she the most famous person from Armenia or that heritage? Um, Alex? Yeah, I just thought it was a little bit boring. I didn't think there was enough going on, but I can understand, you know, why people would put it through. I, I haven't got it coming through. Um, I'm personally waiting for the day where their winner of junior Eurovision gets entered in this because I think that's when they might actually have a bit of success because I remember them winning that a few years ago. Um, but uh, I, I don't think this one gets through. Can we can we please make a pact to do junior Eurovision this year? Like I just I, I'm ready. I'm ready to bag the kids out. Like I don't care. Um, I think we need to do that this year, no matter what. Um, Armenia have never won. They finished fourth back in 2008 with uh, Serucho and Kale Kale. Uh, they didn't make the final last year. That was only the second time in their history uh, that they have not made the final. So uh, they'll be looking to redeem themselves. And what can I tell you about Sabuk? Well, Sabuk, Sabuk, whatever her name is, um, she is 25. Um, she studied at the Comatis State Conservatory of Yerevan, where she learned to play the Kanun. Um Good for her. And her influences include Aretha Franklin, Etta James, Ella Fitzgerald, Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles, and Michael Jackson. So, um, there you go. Good for you. Uh, uh, Sir Book. I just like saying her name. Sounds like a chicken. Um, and according to the odds, she should make it through to the final. Ninth currently on the semi-final odds and 21st favourite to win. So, there you go. Armenia. Austria, let's go there. Do we have Conchita? No, we don't. We've got Payenda. Uh, it's one of these stylized words, which I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, the song is called Limits. Uh, they will perform ninth. Um, it's very high-pitched. I've written slow, high-pitched, boring, and terrible. Uh, <laughs> hashtag bring back Conchita. Um, yeah, no, I'm not a fan. Not making the final. Um, next, uh, Jared, Austria. Yeah, I've written down boring, never goes anywhere, and I don't think it's going through to the final. <laughs> Alex. Ah, uh, I just wrote boring Kate miller Heidke. Um, <laughs> I kind of thought it sounded similar if Kate miller Heidke was uninteresting. So not making the final? So, not going through. No, <laughs> They really peaked at Conchita, didn't they? Um, they got third last year. We shouldn't really say third that. last year or something. <laughs> yeah, they with that. Yeah, they did third last year. Um, 
so yeah, obviously the uh, they won it twice uh, with Conchita, and then back in 1966 they won it. But Conchita will be performing, so who knows? They could sneak her in there, like get get the love back, you know? Why not? Um, what can we tell you about Payenda? Um, Gabriella Horn, professionally known as Payenda, often stylized as that weird way, um, and. There's not a lot to say about her that she's other than she's performing in Eurovision. This is really that boring, apparently. Um, yeah, the odds are not looking good for her. Uh, currently sitting 14 uh, in the odds to make it through to the final and 33rd favourite to win. So uh, no love for you there. Uh, Azerbaijan, the they will compete last in this semi-final. The song is called Truth. The artist is called Chingiz. Chingiz. Um, it's got a bit of a beat. I like it. It's, it's kind of it's a bit Sam Smithy, I think, to me. Like it sounds like a bit like Sam Smith, and it's one of those ones that I feel like you could hear on the radio. It's kind of like one of those ones you're in the car, and it's just like, oh, yeah, I know that song. It's okay. You don't necessarily change it because there's nothing else better on. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like this is this is getting a lot of love though. This is one of the favourites to win. Uh, so uh, I don't know. I don't know if I see that level of it, but. It could, who knows? Um, Azerbaijan have won it, of course, in the past, so you never know. Uh, Alex, what are, what are we thinking of Chingiz? Chingiz. Yeah, I said it, it seems very kind of radio-friendly and kind of is. You kind of do appreciate the song. Um, I do think it deserves to make the final, so I think it will. Um, kind of the same thing where I'm not sure if it's actually good enough to win it, but it just seems kind of like a a nice tune you don't have too many things against. So, I mean, that always works as a positive. Mm. Jared. Yeah, I think it's got a really catchy chorus and catchy beat throughout. Um, yeah, it just shot up the odds after their kind of uh, rehearsal performances. So I assume the staging is probably um, quite exciting and interesting. Um I mean, they've won with a worse song with Running Scared, so I don't really put anything past them. I think after kind of missing it, out on the final last year for the first time uh they've sent a song that's definitely going to go through yeah the very first time that's um in their history so they, they generally do quite well azerbaijan so uh yeah Chingiz mustafaez is um the full name of this singer and uh he's actually born in russia so uh there you go but moved to azerbaijan when he was 13 um and yeah they they are very much uh one of the favorites fourth favorite to win the whole thing right now and interestingly enough the top four favorites to win are all in this semi-final uh and actually i think uh, eight or six of the six of the favorites to win are in this semi-final um so it's a it's a pretty stacked semi uh and that only puts them as fifth favorite to make it through from this semi interestingly enough so there you go um but yeah azerbaijan Looking likely that they should make it through. Let's go to Croatia. Uh, they will perform 10th in this semi-final. The song is called The Dream. The artist is Rocco. Now, um, we speak about bad lyrics. Um, shall we read some of the lyrics for this song? Um, because this is one of those ones where I think a three-year-old wrote this uh, song. I have a dream, a dream as beautiful as it is extreme. I know it's not as crazy as it may seem, so I don't ever want to give up on this dream. Uh, like they've just gone to the Pitbull school of rhyming here, apparently. Um, this song's pretty shit. <laughs> it kind of sounds like a really bad Disney song, but I will say it kind of grows on you after like about two listens. It's so bad that you just like, oh, it's not. Uh, 
I don't know. It's not making through. I don't think it's making through to the final. But, um, God, those lyrics are terrible. Alex, Jesus. Yeah, it's another one like Storm, I think. There's always references to Storm and always references to Dreams in, like, Eurovision songs. Um, so it was kind of good to have a classic Eurovision dream entry. Um, I do agree that I don't think it's very good. It's very corny. I I don't think it gets through. Poor Croatia. Jared, any love for Croatia? No, I, I, it's not a great ballad. Um, and add to that his kind of, like, costume. He has, like, these, like, gold wings on the just like really literal and terrible and um yeah i i don't think it's making it through i don't really have anything good to say about it rocco blazovic is his name um born in croatia that's why he's competing for them yeah nothing really interesting to tell you about him he looks very happy in his picture on wikipedia uh they didn't make the final last year they've got a best finish of fourth which they've achieved twice 1999 and 1996 uh their best finish so yeah, not a lot of love Croatia in the uh, overall history here of Eurovision. Let's move to Denmark. Uh, and the song is called Love is Forever. The artist is Leonora. They will compete seventh in this one. It's in English and French, um, which is funny because it's from Denmark. Um, it's it's kind of like it's, it's poppy. It's a bit cutesy. Like, I don't know. Like, this is one of those kind of catchy ones that I see doing okay. Um, again, not one of my overall favourites, but I think it's decent enough. I think this will make it through. Uh, and I, I, I'll be intrigued to watch this one live because it just, it's got a bit of a sound about it, which I feel like it's, it looks like it will be done well live. Uh, Jared, what's your take on Denmark? Yeah, I think if, if Jason Mraz was a female from Denmark, um, <laughs> then he would have entered this song. Um, That's a great comparison. Kind of I like that. <laughs> It stands out um, from the other entries, um, just in terms of the sound and the pace. Um, I feel like it's gonna like connect with like maybe like older voters. Uh, it's a little bit more traditional. Um, yeah, so I've said that it's gonna go through. Alex. Yeah, I agree. It's got that little bit of that boppy feel that's really nice. Um, it's not over the top, but it's got enough of a beat that people are gonna going to remember it a bit more than the others. So I think that's really good. Um, I do think it will go through. Again, don't think it'll trouble at the the major end of the um, competition, but I think it, it should do enough to get through. We very much, Jared, could have been talking about uh, Leonora on a different show of ours and off the podium. She uh, apparently was a decent figure skater, actually competed in the World Junior Championships back in 2016, and her and her brother were gold medalists at the Danish Figure Skating Championships. Uh, I mean, I don't know how hard that is to be a gold medalist at the Danish Figure Skating Championships. Probably a little bit harder than doing it at the Australian Figure Skating Championships, but she could have very much been an Olympian. Who knows? Uh, Denmark have won the competition uh, three times. Of course, most recently, we do remember only teardrops. We hear a little bit of that in our introduction on Eurovision. Amelia D. Forrest back in 2013. Uh, which is still one of those songs that I feel gets stuck in your head every now and then. Um, and last year, they were Knights. Uh, high Ground, Rasmussen, uh, with that song last year. And they are the 10th favourite to make it through, so they should just sneak through according to the odds in the semi-final. And overall, they are 18th favourite to win. So there you go. Good luck, Denmark. Now, um, let's go to Ireland. <laughs> um, 
How did they make the final last year? I'm still not over that. <laughs> they will perform second with Sarah McTurnan. Uh The song is 22. Um, now, look, Sarah McTurnan might be decent to look at, but this song is shit. Uh, they're, they're, they're too close to the United Kingdom island. Like, I just don't... They've, they've caught UK disease, and they're just sending absolute trollop to Eurovision recently. Uh, bring back Jedwood. We say it every year. It's not that hard. This song is terrible. I'm saying it's not making it through, but it probably bloody will because they did last year somehow. I'm still not over that. <laughs> Jared Island, Sarah McTurnan. This song's shit. It is terrible. Um, this is one of the songs that I like. I really struggle to listen to the the whole way through. Um, from like five seconds in, I'm just kind of like done and and skip to the next song. Um, and it has this weird kind of american diner staging which is like the most interesting <laughs> thing about it because the song is like it's terrible um it's definitely like not going through alex you know it's gonna make it through now <laughs> oh I, i've already backed on you guys bagging it and already backing it to go through as a result <laughs> like that's just how it works um, <laughs> no, um ironically as terrible as island was last year i found myself like listening to it so much i don't oh, know why no. it's just and for some reason i've listened to this song a couple of times and it just kind of keeps slipping back into my head not the most amazing song it just keeps slipping back into my head so yeah i've got it going through wow okay you pulled a ben the san marino vote i have to say though i've got a weird like though for sarah having just read her bio here in 2018 mcturnan submitted a song called eye of the storm to be part of an online vote to represent San Marino in the Eurovision Song Contest. And she said at the time, obviously you want to represent your own country, but this is a massive opportunity it would be to be part of Eurovision. So I'm going to give her props there. She thought, oh, I really want to compete in Eurovision. Who can I... I oh, know, San Marino. <laughs> I feel like, though, if San Marino is not accepting you, then then surely you have to think, oh, maybe I am not good enough to compete in Eurovision vision if even san marino doesn't want me oh because island say that can you make this a feature story next year ben for your um for your newspaper and see if you can find a kiwi artist you can uh, try and convince to represent san marino i honestly think that many people in this country don't actually know what eurovision is like you think they would being so close to australia but everyone's like eurovision what's that no i i reckon we could do that though that would be a good point we get lord or dave dobbins or you know neil finn or somebody like that um (laughs) Yeah, so Ireland, of course, are the most... We know that they're the most successful country in the history of steel. Uh, Sweden win this year. I think they equal Ireland. Hurry up, Sweden, and win it again. We, I mean, it just feels wrong that Sweden aren't the most successful nation in Eurovision. But last year, of course, Rhino Shaughnessy somehow made it through to the final. And previously before that, they had gone four years in a row without making the final, uh, where they finished last in 2013 before Jedwood took the stage two years in a row. Uh, I still say bring back Dustin the turkey. Um, but, um, yeah, no, their odds aren't looking good for Sarah here. Um, she's the least likely to make it through the semi-final, sitting in 18th. And uh, somehow, though, she's still the 30th favourite to win. So that's how strong the semi is, apparently. I don't know. God. Uh, Latvia. Always like saying Latvia. It's a, it's a country, weirdly, I'd like to visit. Uh, but this... <laughs> I will just read out what I've written for this one. Incredibly boring, lame, sleep-inducing. 
<laughs> That's all I've said. The song is called That Night. It's by an artist called Carousel. They will perform fifth in the semi-final, and I don't think they're making it through. Alex. Yep, I just wrote boring. Bring back cake to bake. <laughs> Always bring back cake to bake. They're not making it through in your watch? No. Jared, cake to bake. Cake to bake was amazing. This is so forgettable. Um, anytime it comes up on my playlist, I'm like, who sings this song? Like, at least Montenegro, I know it's them because it's so bad. Uh, <laughs> this one, I just don't even know who sings it because it's just, um, it's it's a pointless entry. Uh, and they're staging. You can tell they just, I'm like, yeah, we're doing terrible, so we're not going to invest in this. It's not going through. They, um, the band, they were originally a duo, and now they're not. Um <laughs> cool and uh latvia of course won in 2002 with uh mary n and i wanna and uh failed to make the last two finals so there you go cake to bake did not make the final what the fuck uh, <laughs> there's a kick in the teeth um yeah so currently their odds are 17th out of 18 countries to not make the semi there uh, second least, and they are the second worst song uh, overall. They are 40th favourite to win. So there you go. Poor old Latvia. Uh, Lithuania, let's go there. Um, this song just sounds like it should have been released about 10 years ago. There's always one or two in Eurovision that you think like, eh, this song would have been okay a decade ago, but now, nah. Um, yeah, I don't think it's making it through. I've just literally written it's dated, it's basic, it's boring. So, um, no to Lithuania. I should say, this song is called Run With The Lions. Uh, it is Yurij Vekalenko, and they will perform 12th in this semi-final. Let's go with you, Jared. Lithuania. Yeah, I've just written down for a song about running with lions. Um, it sure is boring. Um, it's it's not going through. It's uh, sleep-inducing um, is, I think, the correct way to describe it. Alex. Yeah, another one I just wrote boring. Um, not going through, not much to it. Uh, interesting, though, for Juridius. And I will, of course, as always, apologise to our listeners from all these European countries, and I'm completely butchering your names and your languages. I'm an Australian in New Zealand. You can tell my language is really going crazy. Uh, did represent, uh, this singer did represent Eurovision, uh, de- uh, sorry, Lithuania, back in 2015 um, as a backing singer. <laughs> so. You thought, hang on a minute, Ben, what are you making this up? Um, no, he did compete as a backup singer in 2015 where uh, they finished 18th. That was Monika Linkidzi. The song was this time. They finished uh, 18th. <laughs> um, and they made the final last year where they finished 12th. Their best ever finish in Eurovision was back in 2006. LT United with the song We Are The Winners. They misunderstood the meaning of that song, clearly. Uh, They were six, by the way. So, no love for Lithuania between us. And it looks as though there's no love for Lithuania either. 13th currently in the odds in the semi-final. And overall, uh, they are 38th. So, not looking good for Lithuania. Uh, I I really appreciate an act that would go into Eurovision with We Are The Losers. And really see how that would turn out. Because, you know, like, there's nothing wrong about being under-ranking yourself. So, there you go. Uh, let's go to Malta. Uh, the song is called Chameleon. Chameleon? Chameleon? Come, come, come. Not that song. Uh, it's by Michaela. 
They will go 11th in the semi-final. Um, I like this one. It's kind of got a bit of a weird sound to it. It's It starts off a bit slow, but then it picks up. It's got a bit of a nice poppy beat to it. Um, I, I don't mind this song. Uh, I think this one's one of the more memorable ones. And it's also one of the favourites to win as well. Uh, so this one, I think, will have no trouble making it through to the final. And who knows, we might hear a little bit more about it in the coming days uh, after the semis. Uh, let's go to you, Alex. What do you think of Malta? Yeah, no, I like it. I think the trumpet bit from the start sets like a good a good feel to it. And, and I think it goes throughout most of the song. It's it's upbeat, it's positive, but I, I, I like it. Uh, I've got it coming through. Beautiful. Uh, Jared? Yeah, I expect it to do really well. Um, the verses give me Fuego vibes, which is not a bad thing. Um, I think, yeah, it's easily through. I think it's headed for kind of a top 10 finish. Six favourite to make it through to the final. Overall, it is also the sixth favourite to win. So there you go. It's getting a lot of backing for it. Um, they haven't made the final in the last couple of years. Their best ever finish. They've been runner-up twice, Malta, 2002 and in 2005. So uh, they've come very, very close in the past. And I'd be very intrigued to see how Malta would go hosting, um, like one of these smaller nations hosting Eurovision. I think it would be really, really uh, interesting to see that. Uh, Michaela Pace, uh, she's 18 years old, and she won Malta's version of the X Factor this year. So her prize was she gets to go to Eurovision, I guess. So good for you, Michaela. And uh, I look forward to seeing this one um, perform live. It'll be interesting. Now, one of our favourite countries when it comes to Eurovision, Moldova. Sadly, no Sunstroke Project this year. But Anna Odebescu with the song Stay. They will compete third in uh, the semi-final. Um, it's it's okay. It's, again, one of these same, same plain songs, really. Um, bring back epic sax. Like, that's all you need to do when it comes to... Like, it's not that hard. <laughs> like, really. We, we don't care if we see the same act every single year. Eventually, you're going to get it right. Um, you know, it worked for Richmond. It took you, what, 25 years to win the grand final? You did it. 27, whatever it was. You did it eventually there, Jared. Uh, Alex, sorry. Um, Moldova. <laughs> um, I've got them not making the final. Alex, I remember your name this time. What are, you, what are your thoughts? That's all right. Um, no, as I said, last year's entry was really good as well. I enjoyed their kind of dance tune last year. This just isn't up to normal Moldova standards, unfortunately. It's... um. Very underwhelming, and it seems like they've gone away from what they're good at. So I don't have it going. Jared? Yeah, I'm in agreement. This feels really dated. Um, they've tried to kind of pull it through with the staging. They've got a sand artist, but that's just like a complete copy of Ukraine in 2011. Um, so I don't like that, uh, and I don't think it's enough to put them through. So, um, yeah, bring back Sunstroke Project slash the people last year with all those doors um yeah it's, it's a not a good song oh imagine if they combined the doors with the um the the sax man that would just be epic um their best finish was with the sunstroke project back in 2017 with hey mama one of the best eurovision songs of all time uh that finished third and they were 10th last year with my lucky day so um yeah and you can tell that anna otabescu is clearly just not that popular because She's been given a Wikipedia page because she's competing for them in Eurovision. That's purely the only reason she has a Wikipedia page. Um, 15th favourite to make it through to the final. So odds are not looking good. And overall, 36th favourite to win. So um, bad luck there, Moldova. Not looking good for you. Now, the Netherlands. The favourite right now. And they've been favourites some time, actually, the Dutch. 
Uh, the song is called Arcade. The artist is Duncan Lawrence. They will perform 16th in this semi-final. I'll just say it right now. That, that, of course, they'll make it through the final easily. I don't get why this song is so popular. I think, to me, it's because this guy is good-looking. Like, is that it? Like, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's not terrible. It's I'm, I don't hate this song. I feel like this could be a song that if it did win and you hear it a lot, you kind of like it because it's very radio-friendly. And maybe that's where it's getting a lot of love. But I just don't see the amount of love this song is getting. I honestly liked their chances better last year with the country because it was so different and unique sounding. But they are the current odds-on favourite to win Eurovision. Um, Let's go with you, Jared. The Dutch, can they uh, break this drought that they've had for quite some time? I think it's possible. I don't think it's a clear-cut winner, uh, and they've kind of been coming back to the rest of the field because their um, staging is really underwhelming and and bland. Um, So I don't think it's a sure thing. I do think it's a sure thing that they're going through the final. I actually really like the song, but I think the staging is just kind of all wrong. Um, It is kind of fun to sing along to. It passes the crank test in the car. Um, But... um, yeah, I feel like they just need to fix the staging because at the moment I could I could see it kind of um, not winning um, the whole thing. Because mm, I think when I first looked at the odds for Eurovision back in January, this was a favourite still back then. So, um, Alex, are you are you on the Dutch bandwagon? Um, not massively. I guess it's not the one I want to win. I understand why it's a, a popular choice, but. Yeah, it's one of those ones I'm really going to be intrigued to see the live performance because I think you've got to do something and really knock the crowd out in order to win it. And I, I'm not sure if this can do that yet. Mm. But I mean, we're obviously, all thinking it's going to make the final at least. Um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a big drought for the Dutch. They haven't won it since 1975, and uh, you know, in the first sort of 20 years, they uh, they did quite well. They um, they'd won it like four times in the first 20 years. They're kind of like the Toronto Maple Leafs of the. Uh, of Eurovision, where they did well so long ago, but they just kind of sucked recently. Uh, they came very close, of course, in 2014 with Come After the Storm. Such, uh, I hated that song. Um, but, yeah, I was so sad last year that uh, Outlaw in them didn't do better. But, um, yeah, Duncan Lawrence, um, very good-looking guy. Um, I think he's getting a lot of love with that. Um, he started his career at the Rock Academy in Tilburg, playing a number of school bands. Ooh, good for him. And he competed on the fifth season of The Voice of Holland. And it doesn't say where he finished. I'm guessing he didn't win. Um, but yeah, this is a favourite. Um, this is odds on favourite to win. So obviously, it's also the odds on favourite to make it through the semi final. So um, the the drought could it be over for the Dutch? Who knows? We could be in Amsterdam next year to have an Amsterdam good time. There we go. The first pun of many if they win. Uh, let's go to North Macedonia because it's no longer the former Yugoslav Republic of, North, of Macedonia. It's North Macedonia. Uh, the song is called Proud. It is by Tamara Todeveska. They will compete second last in this semi-final. I, I kind of feel like we always have that one song where it's kind of like trying to send that message out, you know, like of love and accept yourself. And, you know, it's it's what Eurovision is about. We kind of, we have that message there. Um, it's got a bit of piano in it. Um, again, it's a bit same, same. I've written, it's a bit dramatic, this song. You know, I, I feel like this performance will be a dramatic one. Again, I haven't seen any of this. But um, I've not got it making through uh, the final, but it wouldn't surprise me if it did make through to the final. But, yeah, I've had to make a few changes, and I haven't put this through. Uh, Jared, North Macedonia. 
I think this is one of the better ballads this year. Um, I think if they, if like the staging is good, I think it's really dependent on the staging as to whether this gets through or not. Um, it could be kind of a real wow moment. Uh, I'm just imagining the arena all getting, uh, turning the lights on their phones on. So if they do that, I think she has a chance of making it through. Um, I think as the first years as North Macedonia, um, it's a good effort. Uh, and I have said that it will uh, make it through. There you go. Uh, Alex, your thoughts? Um, I, I tend to agree that I think it's one of the same, same ballads that doesn't have a lot. Oh, fuck off. Sorry. I was watching the soccer. Um, what happened? And, what happened? Uh, Quick, what happened? Uh, oh, Sydney scored a sixth goal. A so, sixth goal? Uh, yeah, it's uh, six nil. Holy shitballs! Yeah, I've just been <laughs> watching this for the last half, for the last hour and a half. I think I need to take this <laughs> shirt off. Jesus Christ, Jimmy's going to be ripping into us forever now, isn't he? Sorry to all you yeah, uh, soccer fans. That, uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I, I don't think it's very exciting. I don't think um, it's that good. I'm, I'm going to be intrigued to see with the performance, as you said, whether it can bring kind of a dramatic element that can drag it out into the final. But I haven't got it going through at the moment. Now, interesting um, for our singer, Tamara, that uh, she her sister competed in Eurovision uh, back in 2013, uh, did not make it through um, to the final. Um, so there you go. And, and Tamara's actually competed in Eurovision before um, in 2008 and was also a backing vocalist for her sister. So, uh, kind of like uh, San Marino, not a lot of uh, pop singers going around in Macedonia, it seems. But uh, she's back, old Tamara. But, um, yeah, it's been a bit of a drought for uh, Macedonia, North Macedonia, whatever you want to say. They have not made the final since 2012. And prior to that, they had not made the final since 2007. So, once in the last 12 years have they made the final. So, um, there you go. And, yeah, again, I, I wouldn't surprise me if this made the final, but... Um, just not got it on there. So they are expected to make the final, at least according to these odds. They're currently sitting in seventh out of the semifinal. And uh, overall, they're actually sitting in 13th place. So uh, quite highly ranked there uh, are the North Macedonians. So there you go. Let's go to Norway. One of my personal favorites. I quite like this song. Um, the song is Spirit in the Sky. Uh, the band is, or the artist is Kinu. Ki, ki, it's it's uh, one of these weird stylized ones again. Uh, they will perform 15th in this semi-final um yeah it's 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 just a bit different this song i like a good different sounding song with a bit of a beat to it and a bit eurovision sounding so uh yeah I'm a, I'm a fan of the norwegian entry i've got this making it through to the final and um surprised it's not getting a little bit more love because i thought this would be one of these ones that would uh be quite popular but not as popular as i thought it might be uh let's go with you jared what do you what do you take of norway yeah, this is one of my favorites. Um, just everything about it, the like traditional language bit in like the middle there. Um, the fact that like it sounds like uh, his voice sounds like Aqua. Um, <laughs> it's just, I just think it's a great song. It's really fun. Um, I think it's going to go through. And, and um, yeah, I feel like it's going to do a little bit better than, than the odds of putting it at the moment. Alex. Um, no, yeah, I, I really like this. I love the chorus. I love the hella eloela that comes into the um, chorus piece. I think that's fantastic. It's just different, but it's got a really good upbeat feel to it. So I really hope this one does really well. I've got it definitely going through. Now, uh, Kino, Kino is a Norwegian supergroup. 
that consists of Sammy, songwriter, rapper and joker Fred Bujo, and Norwegian singers Alexandra Rotan and Tom Hugo. And they were created in late 2018 to um, compete in Eurovision, basically, to represent themselves in the... Their, their their song contest, they, they call it Melody Grand Prix. That's how they choose their uh, Eurovision singer. And they got through, clearly. Uh, so there you go. Uh, they've won it uh, three times of Norway. And, of course, most recently, 2009, Alexander Ryback, Fairy Tale. He competed last year uh, with the song That's How You Write a Song. And, well, clearly not because he only finished 15th. So um, bad luck. Lightning doesn't strike twice there for Alexander. And, yeah, so they've got good chance, at least, of making it through. They're eighth favourite to make it through right now uh, in terms of the odds. And currently 15th overall to win it. But, yeah, I, I think they've... I think they've. it's one of these ones that could pick up a little bit as we go along. Uh, so we've got four more to go in this uh, semi-final. Romania. This song is called On a Sunday... The artist is Esther Pioni. They will compete six in this semi-final. I've written boring, unoriginal, forgettable. Don't like it. Don't have much to say. They're not making the final for me. Sorry, Romania. Uh, Alex, Romania. Uh, I'm willing to back him into the final. And the oh. only reason I found it interesting and different, and it's going to sound like a really stupid musician thing, is because it was in triplet, so 3-4 beat instead of a 4-4 beat, I found it slightly different. And that's the only reason I remembered it more than the others. There you go. Wow. I like your technicalities there, Alex. It's good. That's why you're smarter than I am. I, I need to not stop listening to Madonna and pay attention to real music, apparently. Um, Jared. <laughs> yeah, it's not my favorite. Uh, it's very repetitive. Uh, I will say that their staging looks really good and different. Um, last year, they kind of a shock non-qualifier because Romania tends to do fairly well um, but I think that they might repeat and miss out again so I said that they're not going to go through to the final. Wow, there you go. Interestingly, Esther Pioni um, professionally known as Esther, she grew up in Canada, uh, in Montreal um, and apparently started composing for Romanian artists before gaining recognition on her YouTube, for her YouTube covers in 2015 before achieving commercial success in Romania with a single which I'm not even going to try and pronounce. So, um, there you go. That's all you need to do to make it big in Romania is we could all become big in Romania just release some YouTube covers, apparently. Um, I, I miss the days of Yodelit. Remember back in 2017 how good mm-hmm. Yodelit was? <laughs> that finished seventh. Oh, good old days. And uh, their best ever finish, Romania, they finished third twice back in 2005 and in 2010. And currently, uh, they are just on the bubble of not making it 11th, according to the odds. And uh, overall, they are sitting at 32nd favourite to win. So that is Romania. Right, let's get into the big suckers right now. Uh, Russia, 13th. They'll perform 13th in the semi, but he's back. Sergei Lazarev, he will perform Scream this year. One of my favourite Eurovision songs of all time. Uh, from a couple of years ago when uh, I really think he was robbed uh, with You Are The Only One uh, not winning that year. And, of course, that was your dummy. He didn't make it as well. But, um, yeah, he's back. I, I don't think this song matches uh, You Are The Only One at all. It's it's okay. Uh, I think I can see why this is getting a bit of love as well. This has um, been tracking quite highly for quite some time, the third favourite to win. But, um 
I don't know, will we get a bit of love for Sergei for those who thought he was robbed a couple of years ago, maybe because of the political situation? Russia always seems to get uh, a little bit of backlash, obviously, with their political standings in the world, when they generally send pretty good acts to Eurovision. Last year, I remember with that dress, that was epic. Well, that was that was Russia, wasn't it? Or am I thinking of a different one? Um, but anyway, uh, this will make the final, I think, and it could win, but I... Not my personal favourite to win, but it could win. Sergey, I like Sergey. Uh, Alex, Russia. Um, yeah, I wrote, like I wasn't thrilled with this, but I thought the violin parts especially really made this more interesting. So I think that was really good use of the musical side of everything. Um, I do agree it'll go through. Um, I don't think it's the most exciting tune, but I, I do understand. This. I think juries will like it, so I think that will really help it. Hmm. Uh, Jared. Yeah, I wrote no thunder, no lightning. It's not very exciting. Um, <laughs> I think it's still definitely going through. I think this is potentially a response to the fact that he won the televote, but kind of his the jury vote cost him the win last time he competed. So I kind of agree with Alex. I think this is um, going to do better with the jury. I just don't know if people are going to vote for. It. I just think the song itself is not. Um, just not terribly catchy. Uh, the staging is is good, and obviously Russia's poured a lot of money behind it. Um, so I think it's definitely through, and, and like it could challenge to win, um, but not as great as his last entry. In the uh, last uh, four Eurovisions, they've only sent two singers. Russia, of course, not well, 2017. They didn't end up going, but uh, you know they had Julia. 2017 came back last year, but uh, yeah, Sergey back in 2016. But yeah, I mean they do they do well. Russia uh, last year they didn't make the final, but uh, previously before that, before being withdrawn the year before, Sergey got third in 2016, then they were runners up in 2015, uh, runners up in 2012, won it in 2008, of course. Um, but you know they they generally do okay, Russia, and uh, I, I feel like they do get a little bit of shit just because they're Russia. Um, so. But we'll see how they go. We know Sergey. We we talked about him before, and um, you know he's Russia's Bieber. I don't know. Probably not. He's a bit old for that. Um, yeah, third favorite to win overall, and uh, third favorite to go through this final, because uh, basically the top three in this semi final are the top three favorites to win. So there you go. Uh, and speaking of the favorites to win, let's go to Sweden. Uh, it's not going to be a Eurovision without mentioning the words favorites to win in Sweden in the same sentence. Um, the song is called Too Late for Love. The artist is John Lundvik, who uh, is also responsible for writing the UK song. Now, how can you write such a good song and such a shit song? We'll get to the UK song very shortly. Uh, they will perform eighth in this. But uh, look, uh, it's not my favourite Swedish entry. It's a good song. Uh, they'll make it through to the final easily. I mean, it's Sweden. That's just a given. Um, I can see it winning. It's, again, not my favourite personally to win but um it's an interesting enough one that i think it can do well and again i'll say it again it's sweden uh jared uh what do we think of sweden yeah sweden's just such a well-oiled machine i think the national selection is just um tailored to make sure that they do do well um at eurovision uh it's definitely going through to the final i think it's going to be popular with both the juries and the televote i think the stars of this are the kind of the backup singers um yeah, not my favourite, I agree, not my favourite uh, Swedish entry, but I think definitely destined for a for a high-place high finish. Alex. 
Yeah, as I said, it just shows you how good Sweden is when it can be like the second favorite, and we're all going, "Yeah, look, it's not really one of their best." <laughs> like that's just how good Sweden are, and I I agree. It's it's a good song. It it it'll comfortably make the final. I don't think it's the best one around, but you know, you never know. Um, as I said, juries will like it. I, I do agree with your point though that it's strange that you can write such a good one and such a bad one, but I think that's pretty easy. You can you can write a lot of ordinary songs in the UK will just somehow love it. So that's all right. I think they should he should have just given this song to the UK because they still would have fucked it up, and then he could have sung the UK song and still probably won it. So like, I mean, it's just. Uh, I don't know what they're doing there, but I mean, look, Sweden, we know they, they dominate it. They've, um, you know, second most successful of all time. They're the most successful this decade. They've won it twice uh, since 2010. Of course, 2015 be their most recent one. Last year, seventh. Um, again, not their best song last year, but they still did pretty well. They haven't finished outside of the top 10 um, since 2009. Uh, no, sorry, 2013. They were 14th, but even then, that's when they host, and generally the host send a shit performer because they don't want to host it again so um yeah they they're just so good so bloody good at eurovision of sweden so um yeah expect them to easily make the final and surely be in the top 10 their second favorite to make it through to the final second favorite to win it um so yeah that is sweden and then let's go to switzerland uh another one of my real personal favorites i like this one um the song is she got me it's by luca honey they will go fourth in the semi-final um i don't know there's just something about this one that i like uh i think it will make the final and um yeah this is one that i can see myself listening to um no matter how this finishes so switzerland alex what's your take on the swiss this is my favorite song this year i think Ah. it's catchy i think it's bouncy I think it probably wins best Fuego impersonation. Um, <laughs> I think it's, I just think there's a lot going for it. It's a good fun tune. I think it's got a little bit of a good rhythm to it. I think it's, it's just super fun, but it, it's just a really nice song to listen to. Um, and I found myself, you could listen to it over and over again and you don't kind of get too bored of it as well, which is always a great sign. So I really hope this gets a lot of love. I'm, I've looked nothing in how they're going to stage it or perform it. I'm really hoping for something big because I would love to see it get up there uh, in the finals. Beautiful. Jared. Yeah, I agree with everything that's being said. This is a song they turn up to Max in the car, uh, roll the windows down. It's just amazing. Um, First time for Switzerland into the final since 2011. Um, Top five finish incoming. Televoters are going to eat it up. Uh, Maybe the Jews won't love it, but it won't matter because uh, everybody else is going to get their phones out and vote for this. Yeah, they're, they're for a country you think would generally do okay in Eurovision. They've not had a lot of luck this millennium. Um, only made the finals a couple of times. Last in 2011. They actually did make it in 2014. They were 13th that year. But, yeah, they haven't... Last four years have not made the final, have the Swiss. And they've actually finished last in uh, two of the semifinals in the last four years. So, there you go. Their last win, 1988, Celine Dion. Uh, and you have to go all the way back to 1956 when the esteemed Lys Asia competed for switzerland so good was she she was a competed the first four times for switzerland in the very first four eurovisions uh what can we tell you about luca honey he is a swiss singer songwriter and model uh and he won um deutschland suck den superstar um which i'm guessing is german uh idol it is yes in 2012 so there you go um it is currently the fourth favourite to make it through to the final and the ninth favourite to win. So uh, there you go. It's in the top ten favourites to win. That's Switzerland. So 
there. Let's get to our final six, uh, our big five, and our hosts, um, of course. And our hosts this year are Israel. And we're not going to start with them. We're actually going to start with France um, because that's alphabetical order and that's what's going to happen. So clearly, if you're new to Eurovision, you don't know. All six of these are in the final. The big five being France, Germany, Italy, Spain, and United Kingdom. I will say it every year. I think they should do a big six. I think Sweden should automatically be given it just for their contribution to um, to Eurovision over the years, but that's another story. Take the UK out. They'll just never make the final. Um, but let's start with France. The song is called Roy. Um, I think that's it. Bilala Hassani is the singer. It's a very weird mix of French and English. It's kind of, it doesn't feel like it flows. Like, you know, sometimes when you've got these songs in dual languages and it kind of flows into it, it's just, it's just random selection of, I'm going to sing English, I'm going to sing French, I'm going to sing English, French. Um, it's okay. Um, it's a bit boring, but uh, it's getting a lot of love, this song. Of all our automatic entries into the final, this is the one that they're saying is the most likely to do well. Fifth favourite to win is this song. Uh, it is still no moustache. Still the most robbed song in the history of Eurovision. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if this would make the final if it wasn't already in there, even though it's getting a lot of love, apparently. Alex, France, what are we thinking? Uh, I don't really get it. I don't really think it's that exciting... I think some of the other ones are better. The only thing I found interesting was that they were finding tweets the other month of um, the singer accusing Israel of crimes against humanity. And oh. of course he gets selected the time they go to Israel, hmm. which is, um, which is always the case, isn't it? But um, yeah, I, I, I don't get it personally, but, um, but yeah, you never know. Apparently he's, uh, he's both French and Moroccan. So there you go. Um, Jared, France. Uh, yeah, to me, it's forgettable and very generic. Um, so I assume there must be something amazing with the staging for it to be so high. Um, personally, I think the entry last year was a lot better. Um, so yeah, I don't get why it feels like it's overrated to me, but I just feel like there must be something um, to do with the live performance. Um due to the fact it's so high in the odds. They have not won it since 1977, the French. Their best finish, you've got to get all the way back to 1991 when they were runners-up. They were runners-up, actually, in both 1990 and 1991. Uh, recently, you'd have to go back to 2016, where they were six. Uh, and again, 2014, twin-twin, moustache, robbed, robbed. Uh, last and two points. Ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, um, the French... Just uh, plugging along. We'll see how they go. Germany, uh, of course, the most recent of our big five to win it. And uh, the song is called Sister. It is by the band Sisters. Um, I love Germany, but I don't love this song. <laughs> There's a lyric in this song which says that they're tired of always losing. Now, I don't associate Germany and losing. Like, generally out of the big six, they, they're kind of consistent, I feel. Big five, I should say, but... Uh, just, this song's kind of lame. It kind of reminds me of the other year when Spain had that stupid one with the beach vibe or whatever. Oh, God, that was terrible. Um, and sisters with sister. Like, what the hell is going on here? No, Germany. Just no. Uh, Jared? Yeah, I agree. I've written boring bottom half of the final. Um, I think this is kind of destined for 20 to 25. I finish. I think it could come last, and it would des be deservedly last if it did. Um, yeah, there's just nothing 
that I find likable about it. I think it just tries too hard to sell some message that is not interesting. Hmm, Alex. Yeah, I think it's a little slow and boring. Um, There's a little bit of a tune that's okay, but I I do think, like, in a semi, it would be kind of on the edge of getting into a final. So I think in a final, just going straight into a final, it's going to struggle. Now, Germany last year were fourth. Um, and, of course, as I said, they won it in 2010. They did get last, though, in 2015 and 2016. Um, but, yeah, so they actually did quite well last year. And I can't tell you much about Sisters. They're a duo that will represent Germany. Um, that's all. Excuse me. It's telling me on the uh, Wikipedia page. In terms of their odds, um, 26 favourite. Really? Wow, that's generous. Um but hey, who knows? Um, that's Germany. Uh, let's go to Israel, our hosts. Now, as we generally know, the hosts don't often send somebody good because they don't really want to host it again uh, after what happened with Ireland in the 90s. Um, and they're following that trend quite well, Israel. <laughs> um, not a good song. The song is called Home. Uh, it is by Kobe Marimi. Um, Nadev is there. Why can't they just shove him back on stage? <laughs> like, come on. Uh, yeah, no, they're not winning it again. Let's just be honest. <laughs> Alex Israel. Uh, you just took my point. They've literally got Golden Boy there. Why is this even <laughs> like a discussion about what they should have been sending? Um, they, I think they're trying to do a Portugal from last year, go from first to last. I would not be surprised <laughs> if that happened. Jared. Yeah, I agree. All I wrote down is that they're phoning it in so they don't have to host again. Um, it's not going to do well. <laughs> Now, Kobe, I can tell you, lives in Tel Aviv, and his former jobs are a host at a pub and a cashier at a movie theatre. There you go. Um, And, yeah, we know they won it last year. Uh, We don't really need to go too much into their previous history because they won it last year. Who really cares how well they've done in previous years? Um, Although I will say, let's be honest, they did win it this, um, well, back in 1998, so the year after they finished fifth uh, when they last won it. That's not going to happen again. So there you go. Thanks, Israel, for hosting Italy, this is the, the country that every year seems to be up there as amongst the favourites, but then they shove a gorilla on stage and apparently everyone hates them. Um, but, I, I mean, I still love that song. Occidentally is Karma. It's still one of my favourite Eurovision songs. Uh, but this year we've got Italian rap. Why not? Um, and I don't mind this song. I think it's it's catchy. It's interesting. The The song is called Soldi. It's Mahmoud is the uh, the artist's name. Mahmoud, perhaps. Um, I like it. It's in the top ten favourites. And maybe Italy can finally live up to their expectations because every year they've got expectations and every year they choke. So, Italy, um, Jared, what, what's our take on the Italians this year? Uh, this is my favourite entry from this year. I think it's the best thing that Italy's sent in a long time. Um, I just am imagining that whole part where there's a clap and just like the whole arena joining in. Um, I just think it's really fun and infectious and I think it's going to do really well. It's in both Italian and Arabic. So, again, there's a lot of uh, Arabic vibes this year. Uh, Alex, are we are we on the Italian bandwagon here? Absolutely, yep. Love it. Um, I think since we've started doing this, Italy's nearly been the country where every year I think we've all universally seemed to really enjoy it. Mm. Um, like their opera trio a few years ago, to their gorilla on stage. Like They've always kind of been around the mark, probably better than any of the other finalists. And it's the same this year. There's just... As Jared was saying, it's one of those ones you can really get into. You can see everyone else getting into it. Um, great beat, great tune, a little bit different, so it stands out. Um, so, yeah, for the first time I heard this, really liked it. 
probably the most consistent of the big five, really, since 2010. I mean, obviously, again, Germany won it, but you got to look. Uh, they, they didn't compete between 1998 and 2010, but every year this decade, with the exception of uh, 2014 and 2016, they've finished in the top 10. So they've been very consistent, the Italians. Second in 2011, third in 2015, last won it uh, in 1990. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're, they're consistent. They're due for a win, the Italians. I think it's kind of them and the Dutch, you feel, uh, are always up there and just can't quite sneak home. But, um, yeah, this is a this is a good entry. And Mahmoud, Mahmoud he uh, won the Italian version of um, the X Factor. Uh, no, sorry, he came to prominence competing on the Italian version of the X Factor. Didn't win it, but um, he did try hard. So, good for you. Uh, all right, let's go. Now, I just mentioned Spain from a couple of years ago, that terrible shit they had. They have come a long way, because I generally shouldn't like the Spanish. I absolutely love this song. Uh, La Venda by Mickey is the name of the song and the artist. And there's just something about this, which just, it's great. I love it. It sounds very Spanish. Um, and it just, oh, I really, really enjoy this song. It's the best Spanish entry I think I've ever heard. Uh, since covering Eurovision. So um, I have put this in my personal favourites. Uh, what are we thinking of Spain, Alex? Oh, super fun, upbeat, lively, like outstanding. From As you said, like you're kind of not used to that from Spain. Like Last year's entry I liked, but it was very soft and slow and there wasn't a lot to it. And even the last few years when they've had an okay entry, it's been soft and slow and gentle. This this is the complete opposite, and it, and it's great. They should really go down this route more often. Hmm. Jared? Yeah, I love the party vibe. Another one that you can crank in the car. Um, yeah, best Spanish entry um, in forever. Definitely as long as I've been watching, probably even longer than that. Um, yeah, I think they're destined to kind of go okay this year. Well, I said Italy's been very consistent. Spain's kind of been the opposite. They've done pretty rubbish the last few years. Do it for your lover was that tripe from 2017. Um, but, yeah, their, their most recent top 10 finish, they were 10th in 2014. But then before that, you have to go back to 2004 where they were 10th and 8th in 2003. They've only ever won it twice, the Spaniards, 1968 and 1969. So it's been quite some time for the Spanish. So um, they're due for a win as well. So... Uh, Keep your eye out on this one. And currently the odds, 14th favourite. So they're uh, on the cusp. So they're, they're doing okay there in the odds. Uh, and speaking of doing okay, you don't really associate with our next act because it's the UK. Um, I listened to about 10 seconds and turned off because it was shit. Not a chance in hell. What the hell are they doing? I don't get it. I do not get the UK. And I feel as though they always go into this thing and go, hey, this year's going to be our year. No, it's not. Um... <laughs> I feel last year we lost to the UK, did we not? Um, so, if that was true, I need to check my facts there. But look, what the fuck is going on? Like, just, they do not deserve to be in the big six or big five, whatever. Um, no, we didn't lose to the UK last year. Thank Christ. Um, they, that's what they got stormed last year, didn't they, by the, uh, well, literally, the song was Storm. But um, there was that guy. Uh, fuck. Uh, UK, Jared, why do they bother? You tell me. Um, I think every, everything you need to know about this is the fact that it was a song that was rejected from the Swedish national competition, um, and they've chosen to go with it. Like they're not trying. You're not trying to win if you pick a song that wasn't even good enough to make it into a country's national selection. Um, it's just it's terrible. It's boring. Um, it's 
like it's just typical UK um, picking something that is somebody else's leftovers. Alex, um, first of all, I think the UK is also the epitome of consistency. It's just the other side of consistency, so <laughs> um, it's always good for an ordinary act. Uh, the thing I love most about the UK entry this year is how they selected the songs this year was they had three songs, but they had two artists perform each song. So you got to choose between like two versions of this song and they still picked one of them. Like that's how bad it must've been for the rest of them. Um, I, there's not a lot to like about it. They've tried to make it appeal, I think to juries, but I don't think juries will really like it either. He competed on the 11th series of the X factor in 2014 he won the first series of BBC One's All Together Now in 2018, uh, where he sung such classics as Proud Mary by Creedence Clearwater Revival, Crazy in Love by Beyonce featuring Jay-Z, and the winning song was Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen. Um, just just stop it, <laughs> UK. Just, like, you have so many good singers that you could get. Like, so many good singers. Like, Elton John's retiring. Like, send him out in a bang and put him on the Eurovision stage. Like, his movie's been released in two weeks. Like, think of the publicity. Like, why not? Um, Apparently, though, they're the 20th favourite to win. What what are people smoking on this this site? That gives me hope for San Marino making the final if uh, they think that the UK is the 20th favourite to win. Jesus Christ. Um... But there we go. There are 41 entries for this year. Um, and uh, I, I can go through some of these semi-choices just to go confirm that. But just quickly, um, Jared, you mentioned a couple of your personal favourites. Right now, if you had to say right now, and we'll obviously go over this in a few days' time when we do our predictions episode, but as of this moment, give me who you think's going to win. Uh, it's a tough question, but I want to get a bold prediction from you. Um... I'm just going to go out there and say Italy. I feel like the Netherlands is not uh, tracking as well as it was. Uh, and I, I just, I don't know, Italy is my favourite and I just feel like there's something there that, that could win the whole thing. Alex, what are you what are you taking here? Um, yep, I'm, I'm sticking to an amazing semi-final to push me to favouritism, but I'm, I'm backing Switzerland to get up. Ah, oh, see, I was going to go for the Swiss. I'm, I'm going to... I'm gonna go for the Icelandic. I'm just, I'm just feeling it. Like, there's just something about it. I, I, I can't wait to see it live. I can't wait to see how people react to it. And I'm going for Iceland. <laughs> I was gonna go San Marino, but you know, I'm not that drunk. But um, yeah, there we go. So we, of course, we'll have a, a semi-final wrap uh, in a couple of days' time in our predictions episode. But just quickly. If I can try and do this without taking too much time. So our predictions from semi-final one. Um, for Alex, you have gone through, you've picked Australia, you've picked Belarus, you've picked Belgium, Cyprus. Uh, did I mark down your answer for Czech Republic? Did I did not. What did you say for the Czech Republic? I said no. No. Okay. Well, they're not Czech Republic. Uh, you have Estonia going through, you have Greece, you have Hungary, you have Iceland, uh, and you then have, uh, apparently I don't have your answer for Portugal either. I just don't listen to you apparently. Oh. <laughs> uh, yes. 
yes, yes I can have them Portugal you have Portugal going through uh, you have Serbia going through and that is it for semi-final one uh, Jared you have got Australia going through you have got Belgium going through you have Cyprus going through you have Czech Republic going through uh, please correct me if I'm going through these and I've written down something wrong for either of you you've got Greece going through you've got Hungary going through you've got Iceland going through you then have got all the way down to the grand country of Portugal going through uh, you have Serbia going through and you have Slovenia going through I do have going through Australia. Yay, go the Aussies. Uh, I have Belarus going through. I have Belgium going through. Cyprus, Czech Republic, Estonia, Finland. <laughs> Not happening, but I'm going to go for it anyway. Greece, uh, Iceland. Go the Icelandic team because they're a team apparently. Uh, San Marino. I <laughs> oh, so hope they make it through so I can take that win. Uh, and in semi-final two, I might just try and lump this all together um, for that. So uh, I have Albania going through. Neither of you do. Uh, myself and Jared have Armenia going through. Alex does not. Austria, none of us have going through. Azerbaijan, all of us think are going through to the final. No one thinks Croatia are going through to the final. We all think Denmark are going through to the final. Uh, none of us, except for Alex, think Ireland are going through to the final. Uh, no one thinks Latvia is going through. Neither with Lithuania. We all think Malta is going through. None of us think Moldova is going through. None of us think that... Uh, no, all of us think Netherlands going through. I'm the only one that thinks... No, sorry, Jared is the only one that thinks New Macedonia are going through. We all think Norway is going through. Um, Alex thinks that Romania are going through. Russia, we all think, are going through. And both Sweden and Switzerland, we all think, are going through through so uh all happy with those choices all locked in all locked and loaded i didn't get anything wrong there no sounds good beautiful Seems right like it all right well you can like us on facebook in the meantime let us know your thoughts let us know who you think is going through who's not going through hit us up on twitter as well at Eurosvision, or you can use the hashtag Eurosvision. it's really that simple and yeah let us know your thoughts in the lead up and we will be back for that semi-final wrap and final predictions around about friday or saturday just keep an eye out on our pages and get excited because it is an exciting time to be a eurovision fan alex thank you very much for joining us go richmond and how much did melbourne end up losing by uh six one in the end so oh, we're uh, gonna go back okay. yeah we got one at the very end so maybe next season so sydney or perth who's winning the grand final uh perth Okay, there you go. Jared, thank you. Um, who's winning the final, Sydney or Perth? Um, Perth, for sure, <laughs> just because I don't like Sydney. Wow, okay, there you go. All right, well, uh, thank you for tuning in. It's been a pleasure, and we will speak to you very soon once again on Euros Vision. Good night. Oh,